0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
2: It's a me and a Garcia. <laughs>
1: Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother.
2: Excitement time. Clam down.
3: Clam
4: down. Clam down. Clam down. Hurry! are going dancing, pirates. baby! Pirates. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates?
1: Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
3: Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Beautiful day in eastern North Carolina and a lot to talk about on today's show on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on Facebook Live. You can find us on YouTube as well. And online, PR927FM.com. we got a lot to talk about. It is opening day in Major League Baseball. We'll run down those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. And the Orioles and Red Sox tied at one right now. And the third, the Braves, a 4-2 lead over the Nationals in the sixth inning. So we'll keep an eye on those coming up throughout today's show. Coming up in the... Second hour of today's show we'll talk to Brandon Manning, former pirate. We'll talk ECU Baseball Pirates on the road at Houston this weekend. at four twenty five, we will play another edition. Of name that sound at 5 o'clock how about the Eastview softball team going to Chapel Hill getting a win last night we'll talk to the head coach of the softball Pirates Shane Winkler and we had to push Jeff and do Barstool Sports to Friday uh, but we will hear from Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell offensive and defensive coordinator of the Pirates as they spoke yesterday after spring practice so we got all that coming up Ellerby later on this hour Shirley Rhodes is here Chandler Honeycutt Jenny Shelton as well And a special guest to my left, Cornell Powell, J.H. Rose, great, Clemson Tiger, Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs joining us. Cornell, how you doing, man?
5: man i'm doing good i'm blessed
3: how you living i'm hey living large great to uh great to have you here i'm a conley guy cornell Uh, unfortunately Uh, (laughs) i've already had you and rv ronald vincent on this week so to my conley folks i'm not trading sides i'm just talking to some important rampants this week (laughs) yeah i'm making that change uh cornell what are you up to what are you doing uh here in greenville Oh man,
5: you know, just here visiting family, uh, trying to set some seeds, plant some seeds for my camp that I'm having coming up July 15th, I'm trying to uh, get some sponsors, get some people to donate, and you know, just trying to try to make it a good time for the kids coming um, on that day. So that gonna be out at Rose. It's gonna be at J's Rose um, from nine to one again. So save the date. Fire should be up at the end of this week. So tomorrow and you know we're gonna go from there
3: all right so still time july 15th and uh you'll have a, a website and stuff people yeah, can check out too
5: website uh it's a sign up link. we're probably going to cap it off at 250 people completely free so it's going to be first come first serve um i have two nephews so it's only 248 <laughs> uh, but from there you know we go from there
3: that's cool man love to hear those stories of uh athletes giving back and you i mean how many of those camps did you go to when you were a kid growing up to, you know? uh,
5: Tons of camps, you know, um, uh, but none of them were free, you know, so you had to scrape up money. Yeah. Uh, It takes a village for real, so um, I was blessed to have good people around me, but... Um, I went to a lot of camps and you know so it was always been my dream to have my own camp with my name on it and to give it to give back to the kids you know completely free they don't have to worry about anything but coming learning and, learn and having
3: fun that's really cool Cornell I want to talk about kind of your your football life and your life here in Greenville so where did it begin for you when, when did you first start playing football
5: uh, I started playing football here when I was five years old coach Carnell uh, coach Carnell Bernie you know his father figure man to a lot of people in this city so he really helped me out uh he put the ball in my hand and then you know i hit the ground running uh went to rose you know went to cms uh shout out to my bulldogs uh and then from there went to clemson you know now i'm in the soup now i'm in the with the chiefs playing for super bowls you I skipped think.
3: over a lot of stuff yeah like it was an easy process hey, <laughs> yeah you know? when i when you played at rose everybody said i mean you were the most electric player they've seen live and yeah. i mean I don't know, I've never experienced anything like that. What was that like hitting that football field knowing you were the best player on the field?
5: Oh man, uh, first off, I had it, uh, I followed in some great footsteps, you know, all the greats. Andre Johnson, uh, Tyron Lavenhouse, Jonathan Williams. Man, the list goes on. And uh, so I just wanted to go out there, you know, represent those guys, you know, they paved the way for me. So just wanted to go out there and represent those guys. Derek uh, Carr, I'm not, uh, what's his name, Derek um, Cox. Uh, DB. So just wanted to go out there and try to, you know, play for the name on the front of my jersey, uh, the Rampets And every every game I didn't take it for granted. Uh, knowing I was the best player, you know, I had that in my mind, but I still want to go out there and prove it. You know, I had so much to prove. Um, a lot of people said I wasn't going to be able to do what I did in high school or on this level and stuff. So that was always in the back of my mind as well. And um, when I got there, you know, I just wanted to show everyone that I belonged, And, you know, this is not the end for me. I had bigger goals, you know, and uh, I was fortunate enough to make it to the league. So.
3: You always got to have that chip on the shoulder. Well, so then you go from the man to going to Clemson, where everybody was the man in yeah. high school. So, yeah. what, what was that like getting used to, you know, college football and, and Clemson?
5: It was exciting. It taught me how to compete. Taught me how to just go in and put in the work each and every day. You know, you gotta you gotta go uh, above and beyond on that level. You gotta <clears throat> really dedicate yourself. It's a it's a grind, you know, year round. You know, playing high school, you play all the different sports, but when you got to college, you know, you, you focus on one sport. So, you know, it just you just had to be dedicated to your craft and every day, man, I just try to get better each and every day. I shout out to all my teammates that I had. They pushed me some of the best practices. I had some of the best practices there. Half the time the practice was better than the games, you know. So <laughs> yeah. with all the talent that we had, but it was definitely um a stepping a stepping stone for me that being there and just you know, doing what I love with a group of guys who love to play football as well. So
3: Yeah, and it's crazy to ask this question. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you'd mm-hmm. say, you'd say, well, why did you transfer? Why'd you leave? Now we're saying, like, why'd you stay? Like, oh, yeah. you it's so easy to get up and leave. So yeah. talk about those decisions to stay uh, in Clemson. I
5: wanted to leave. I did. um I wanted to leave junior year. I talked to my mom. She told me to stick it out, uh, and she wanted me to get my degree. And then after I got my degree, she was like, if you still want to leave, you can go. You know, then the COVID year happened, uh, which gave me another year of eligibility. But you know, nothing um, easy is uh, c- nothing. Nothing worth having comes easy. So I just wanted to stick it out. You know, uh, be, being at Clemson, it, it puts you in so many more rooms than you know being other places. So going through that grind, and it's not like I was playing behind. You know, Joe Smoke. <laughs> right. You know I mean? like, yeah. I, everybody who I played behind ended up making it to the NFL. So it's like. You know, that that list of names, yeah. it holds weight. So I wanted to be another one of those guys and show that, you know, whenever my time was, it happened in my fifth year, you know, put the ball in my hands, I could go out there and make a play too. I and, am, you know, that's what happened.
3: I'm going off memory here. Was it the Notre Dame kind of your breakout, the it big the, game?
5: The game before Notre Dame actually was the Syracuse game. Uh, but the Notre, D- Notre Dame game really stamped it. Yeah. You know, and from there it was up. You know what I mean? Everybody, Everybody had to to see me so you know it, it just went from there
3: and uh on to the nfl what's it i mean you you said when did you first think or have that dream to get to the nfl was uh, it when you were five was yeah, it when you it were Epps? it was, was it? when i was five years old really and uh i went out there my
5: first practice I had a carolina panthers uh uniform on it was crazy <laughs> uh my mom probably still has it uh but I knew from that day I wanted to I wanted to be in the NFL and I was going to do everything in my power to get there.
3: Who did you want to be? Uh, was it Steve Smith my back then? My favorite player
5: was Steve Smith. Yeah. Um, me being a you know six six foot guy, you know he's only probably like five nine, right. five ten, but just having that dog mentality, uh, regardless of who's in front of you, regardless of the circumstances, you know, what I'm saying, just go out there and be your best player on the field, regardless.
3: So you 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 realize that dream you're in the NFL. Yeah. Then you see the business side of it, right? Where it's practice squad, it's yeah. roster, it's waived, it's going through waivers. Mm-hmm. It, so you you deal with all that. What, what you know is it all you, you thought it would be? There's good and bad to it, right? I take it all. Yeah.
5: Uh, just I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be there. And you know whenever um, I'm on that field, I just never take it for granted. Just go out there and and show them that you know I belong there. And I was um, able to be activated this year. I played through games and stuff. So, you know, it was a dream come true, running out in that field, running down that field, uh, coming out the tunnel. You know, it's, it's something that a uh, few people can say they did, you know, and I'm one of those few. So
3: And I'm you played blessed. at some awesome places. I mean, you, yeah. Rose has great crowds on Friday nights, but then you go to Clemson right. with The Rock and all that, and now they say Arrowhead is like wow. a college atmosphere, it's right?
5: Loud. It's crazy. The fans are rowdy. They gonna let you. They gonna let the ref know when he missed the call. They are gonna, you know, scream your name. It's amazing, man. I wouldn't want to play for any other crowd.
3: So and you're under contract right now with yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, I
5: resigned for another year, so I'm excited to get back to work.
3: I was gonna ask you like what kind of crazy stuff does Patrick Mahomes do at practice, but right. we see it on Sundays during the game. So like he shows us everything practice he's got.
5: Is exactly how he plays. <laughs> the no look passes, the side arms. The yeah. Unbelievable throws that he makes. You know he's so intelligent and in how he orchestrates the offense It's amazing, man. And just like you just gotta go in there and feel your role and you know he, the ball's gonna come to you. So
3: Andy Reid comes off uh, from the way outside as a very likable coach, likable guy. Is that how he is yeah, he to is. you guys?
5: He's really like a dad out there. He he doesn't holler, he doesn't scream. you will pull you to the side. Hey, this is you know you need to do this and that, uh, but he wants everyone to. You know, reach their full potential. He's gonna put you in a position to be successful. So, you know, uh, I'm so grateful to be playing under him, uh, learning so much. He's so knowledgeable of the game. Um, I've learned a lot for sure these past two years.
3: Well, I'm a Washington fan, so uh, give me some good notes on Eric Bieniemy. He moves over from Kansas City to yeah. Washington. Uh, what he's about Coach uh, Bieniemy?
5: He's gonna bring passion. He's gonna bring he's gonna bring hunger. Uh, he has a he has a chip on his shoulder as well. So I'm excited to see him. You know, evolve and, and, and really just get the reins of the offense and, yeah. and show what he can do. And I, he's definitely going to get a head coaching job in the next couple of years.
3: Yeah, uh, it looks like he's well-earned. it, And that's yeah. part of the business side too, right? Yeah. You get to know your teammates, your brothers, your mm-hmm. coaches, and you look around and they're not here. And yeah. it's, it's taking one day at a time, right? Yeah, you got
5: to, man. Uh, the locker room, your, your locker mate could be someone totally different the next day. Uh, and you just got to keep going. keep Just make sure that you're not – you're not one of those moving
3: pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Cornell Powell joining us, JH Rose star who went on to obviously great things at Clemson and now with the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, do you, what do you do with your Super Bowl ring? Um,
5: All right, you got him yet? Get it June 15th. Yeah, hadn't got I got it can't yet. Can't wait. Uh, I know it's gonna be crazy. You know, I got I got two national champions, but being a world champion is gonna be, it's gonna be a different feeling when they put that ring on my finger. So
3: running out of fingers man. man
5: i got about 12 of them now <laughs>
3: that's, that's nuts yeah. uh are you gonna wear it you're gonna put it in a
5: safe i'll wear it to special events yeah you know, uh weddings or dinners stuff like that so you things. might have it in
3: time for your camp then
5: i'm gonna have it i'm gonna bring it back for the camp
3: definitely but, uh, that'll be something home, to show the kids my family see it. uh july 15th is the camp date and more info coming out uh later this week on Absolutely. that and then we'll we'll let people know where they can Go and sign up, and uh, limited spots, so you want to get in quick uh, for the the official name, Cornell Powell Football oh, Camp.
5: Cornell Powell Football Camp. It's got a good
3: ring to it. Yeah. All right, so uh, so Cornell, what's the rest of your off season like? Like, what are the key dates coming up for you as far as you know being with the Chiefs?
5: Um, so phase one starts April sixteenth, uh, but I think it's going to be virtual. So still be training, uh, still still working and stuff like that, but. I'll be I'll be here and there, man. Um, probably go travel a little bit more. Uh, camp starts in August, so you know I'm I'm really prepared for that, really preparing for that. Um, OTAs and stuff is April through uh, June, I believe, and then you get a little break before camp. August comes training camp starts and that's when the business began
3: and uh i just that reminds me miko hardman Mm -hmm. uh is a jet now he's a jet yeah and do you keep up with all this stuff kind of seeing where everybody goes I
5: you 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 have to you know uh, being a part of the chiefs you know you want to see who's in your room uh see what you're going against see who you're playing with and stuff uh miko was a great great role model for me great leader for me um he definitely took me under his wing and then the year uh this past year with juju man he was uh like a brother bro he he really is a solid dude so definitely gonna miss those two you know but uh we gotta keep rolling man we gotta keep going we're trying to get to another Super Bowl
3: I'm sure everybody wants to know what kind of person is Travis Kelsey away yeah. from the field he's, he's fun he's
5: uh <laughs> the same
3: guy fun. he is on the
5: field I guess exciting you know he's always gonna bring the energy for sure so uh, if you ever get a chance to hang around him or be around him, you'll you'll know it. You'll, you'll remember it.
3: And it seems like you guys play, and I've talked to Chiefs yeah. fans about this. It. Like such a, it's like a fun brand of football. It's yeah. probably fun to be there day in day out, it right?
5: Is, man, the the trick plays. I know y'all seen uh, when Keltz, uh pitch the ball back or whatever. Like we do that in practice. So it's like. <laughs> Nobody really tripping on it, you know what I mean? Because he really do it in practice every day. It's not something that he just came up with. But it's 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 a fun environment, definitely a practice. But we compete, we get after it, man, and uh, you know, we bring the best out of each other.
3: And man, you've been around some great coaches, but some unique coaches as yeah. well. Dabo's kind of a lightning rod. So mm-hmm. what was uh what was he like as a coach? coach Sweeney,
5: man, he was he's fun. Uh he's he's uh he's God driven, which is great, uh, especially playing for a guy like that. You know, having those principles. Um, he instilled in the team. Man, you just you just can't go wrong with uh being under Coach Sweeney. He's uh he's just a fun dude, man. What you see on TV is what you see, like what what we get behind the behind the behind the cameras, uh, every day. He's gonna let you know. He's gonna let you know when you're doing good, he's gonna let you know when you're doing bad. But he's always gonna keep it real with you, so
3: uh, were you out of pro day the other day for ECU? No, I didn't make it. You didn't make it, it out there? It. Uh Isaiah Winstead, C.J. Johnson, and we can throw Ryan Jones in there as well, tight end, trying to make it to the league. Uh, if I don't know, what advice do you give guys if they ask you, you know, what, what what should I do here, these conversations with teams? Like, what would you tell them?
5: Just be honest uh, and just, you know, just be yourself. Um, I mean, really, your love of the game will stick out. You know what I mean? Uh, I think, I think, NFL teams are looking for guys who just want to be there who like just want to play, you know what I mean, no matter the position, whatever you think you play, you got to be willing to, you know, uh, evolve and, and be versatile. Uh special teams means a lot in the NFL.
3: Yeah. You
5: can win or lose a game off that. So, you know what I'm saying? If you're starting on special teams, you're starting in the NFL. Uh just had that mindset like I'm going to do whatever it takes to get on this field.
3: Did you uh get any weird questions from teams when you were going through that process, the draft process? I always hear about like are you a dog or a cat or uh, what kind of tree are you like crap <laughs>
5: they they ask questions to to see where you are mentally yeah uh, to to see how you react so don't be uh quick to jump at those questions i mean they, they ask off the wall questions man uh, but you know just just keep your composure and just you know just, just answer to the best of your ability
3: Cornel powell elite athlete great player but uh can't hang at sports trivia at aj's you yeah. saw <laughs> uh you walked in
5: yeah,
0: and it was, was crazy that was, this was crazy you it
3: walked was... in on like the most complicated one yeah, i yeah, wish i is... could have explained it to you yeah, but I, I walked in and now you know what i was walking into <laughs> <laughs> but cool, what's it like being back here i guess you come back here often i guess but yeah. like you were at AJ's last night. I was explaining how to get to Pirate Radio. You were like, Oh yeah, I know the library. Yeah. I know so uh does it change year to year when you come back or uh, you know It doesn't change
5: much, but every time I come back it's a new building up here. Right. Like the the building on the corner, of the yeah. Technology Building. It's a new building here, a new building there, construction everywhere. So I, I love to see my city growing, man, and um I just wanna help it help it grow even more. Uh you know, we just a small small city, but you know, I know the other people here are great. Uh, the love here is great. Every time I come home for everyone, I'm running around doing a million things. Oh yeah. And uh, I know uh, it's it's hard to see everybody. So I try to, you know, try to find an event where I can gather everyone and <laughs> you know, just, just mingle around. I'm gonna be at the uh, RV's, uh, what is it called? Like his announcement for the His season. honor, yeah. yeah the he's honored. getting honored, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna be there today. Hopefully I see a lot of people from Rose there.
3: Did you play baseball? I Rose? did, I played okay. in my senior year. He, he
5: uh, I made the team, played center field and stuff. Man, it was fun, that journey went to the playoffs and everything. I actually played baseball up until uh, ninth grade and then um, baseball and track were in the same season. So right. I chose track for football purposes. You played basketball too? I played basketball too. Yeah. Yeah, man, I try to do it all, you, know, you got to. You never know what your niche is until you do it.
3: So. You were so good. You probably didn't feel pressure, but was was it like less pressure maybe playing baseball and basketball because uh, your focus was football, you know what I'm saying? Or? It, was,
5: it was definitely less pressure. Uh, I love basketball. Basketball was one of, like, one of my first loves. Uh, playing with Team Future, Switch City Magic, and all that stuff, man. I love playing basketball. Uh, play, we play it in the locker room every day <laughs> and stuff at, at, with the Chiefs. So. I love basketball, uh, being from North Carolina, just the hoop state. So, yeah. Uh, love basketball, but baseball was a sport that you can't take a break from, and I took, like, four years off and tried to jump back into right. it. Big difference. <laughs> big difference.
3: <laughs> what, uh, what would the the coffee table look like with the letters you got in high school? Like, oh, was that man, stressful that, for you and your family? I threw
5: it away my senior year before I went to Clemson, it's, I had, like, three or four big boxes, just letters, Flyers and all that stuff, man. Uh, it was fun getting. Uh, I never let it overwhelm me because yeah. you know I was just so you know, happy to be getting attention from all these schools, man. And it was a blessing. So
3: if you I, didn't go to Clemson, where were you going? If I
5: didn't go to Clemson, I wanted to go to NC State, but long story short, things didn't work out. Uh, you know, so I, I chose Clemson. I definitely don't regret my decision. Yeah. How my my true answer though is I was going to ECU before Ruffin and Lincoln Riley left. Really? If they didn't leave, I was was staying home. Oh boy. So they left, Lincoln went to Oklahoma.
3: Cut the phone lines, that's gonna cause a stir. He told me, he told me, he said, I'm gonna give you a
5: year off from recruiting you because I'm going to Oklahoma. I'm gonna come back and get you. But by that time, it was my junior year, I was already committed to Clemson. The year off he took and you know, I didn't look back. but
3: Man, oh, man. Could have been a pirate. Could have been Kurt Kurt throwing to <laughs> Cornell Powell, and still we had neither one uh, here in Greenfield. But there's the story from Cornell Powell. Cornell, uh, awesome to get to meet you, man. It's uh, it's great. I've heard about the legend, of course, and mm-hmm. being a Conley guy, I, I kind of had to dislike you a little bit, well, but you're know. all right. <laughs> you, did, yeah. you did. You did. <laughs> you certainly did. Uh, but once again, and, and we'll uh, get out the details when you, you finalize everything, but July 15th, Cornell Powell football camp. Yeah, uh, free. You yeah, said? It's
5: July fifteenth, football camp at J's Rose from nine to one p.m. Completely free, two hundred spots, so it's limited. First come, first serve. Flyer should be out by this Friday, tomorrow. Then we got it coming up. We're gonna do a book drive at the beginning of the school year next year in October. We're trying to do a mammogram bus going to a couple of um, neighborhoods uh, for early detection of breast cancer. So I've got a couple things cooking up.
3: Man, putting your name and fame to good use. That's awesome stuff, yeah. dude. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Cornell, uh, keep up the good work. Congratulations and uh, good luck with the Chiefs, man.
5: Appreciate it, and thank you for having
3: me. Yes, thank you. Cornell Powell joining us today to kick off Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back. A lot more to go on this Thursday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Man, awesome to catch up with Cornell Powell. Great guy, and I got to hang out with him a little bit last night at AJ's and his Uncle Willie, who is a diehard Pirate Radio fan. He was referencing fifth-quarter callers from yesteryear. And um he, he enjoys the show. He said, Man, Shirley is quick to hang up on somebody. I love it. And uh he was he was asking where's Nicholas in Farmville and all kinds of stuff. So a big time fan. Uh shout out Uncle Willie. And uh thanks to Cornell Powell for dropping by. Uh with the little nugget for pirate fans to nibble on Ellerby, as Jonathan Ellerby joins us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh would have been a pirate if Ruff and Lincoln were still here. Yeah. So there's uh, what could have
7: been. Could have. Go back and listen, folks, in case you missed <laughs> it. Great interview. Uh, just an awesome person giving back to the community. But uh, said, uh, Ruff and Lincoln, they'd have stayed paired up. <laughs> you so you mentioned it, Kurt Benkirk ben to uh, to Pal. Kirk, you always, I mean, there's all, my fantasy ECU world uh, that that's happening right now. You know, one time you poised the question, uh, what would have been a great thirty for thirty? <laughs> maybe maybe some what ifs around your favorite college team or or pro sports team. Just the dominoes uh, effect. The, the dominoes of, of what what could have happened if. You know, and you could do it with any any sports team, but uh, certainly, just a uh, just a nice guy, and uh, glad he's doing great things. And man, racked up a lot of awards and rings along his athletic career. Uh,
3: Alex on YouTube says, "Doc Rivers staring gif." after hearing he would have come here if Lincoln didn't leave and Ruff didn't get fired. So, yeah, that's uh, another great what-if in pirate sports. We have so many of those throughout the years. That will be the, uh, David West uh, was going to come here and play basketball, remember, and went on to be an, an Xavier Hall of Famer and NBA great. And, and Mike uh, Trout mike trout if he could have uh signed and instead of just committing uh that would have been fantastic yeah uh Mackenzie gore is a national chandler and right now your nationals are trailing my braves four to two as they play in the bottom of the seventh inning on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by Dubbuck.
7: Speaking, speaking of the braves I'm excited about dale murphy Murph. gonna be here on sunday got an awesome uh, crowd of folks that are going to join us uh, this weekend so uh, Thanks to all the folks that uh, bought tickets and tables. It's going to be an absolute cool event to uh, hear from the legendary Atlanta Brave, Dale Murphy. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, Clip Carey doing some uh, Brave chats with him as well. Maybe ask him a few questions.
3: Can't wait to meet Dale. I want to hear, I want to ask Dale about Skip Carey and, you know, his memories of him, uh, because I'm sure they probably hung out behind the scenes at times and just wanted to know. The kind of man that Skip Carey was because he was my favorite to listen to. Night in, night out on the Superstation, TBS.
7: When you weren't watching Mama's Family, you were watching carry i knew when sanford and son was coming to an end it was time for braves baseball uh nothing was more disappointing to a young clip rock to go flip on the tv and find sanford and son on knowing it was a rain delay at Definitely. atlanta fulton county stadium uh, uh andy griffiths went out you're a great man but if
3: i see <laughs> you when the brains are supposed to be playing uh and it's got that little uh rain weather delay in the bottom right i'm upset so yes. uh but there you go. Uh, looking forward to Dale Murphy this weekend.
7: couple of notes I want to—business to get out of the way real quick. Very positive news to get out of the way, Clip Brock. Um, I talked to our friends at Jersey Mike's. We had Wes Shepard on the other day. Uh, they had their day of giving on Wednesday. Hopefully, everybody got out and ate lunch, dinner, or any time of day at, at Jersey Mike's yesterday. Well, a lot of people did. They raised over $138,000 well, on their day of giving, 100% of that going to the— uh, Children's Hospital here in Greenville so congratulations to Jersey Mike's and congratulations to anybody that helped uh, make that awesome uh, huge day for their day of giving certainly uh, just just a tremendous day and then uh, you may have seen on our social media uh, we donated and presented the check to uh, Cliff Godwin and to the uh, North Carolina ALS Foundation Uh, $4,000 we were able to donate to them to help them raise over $15,000 total during Mustache March Uh, so uh, certainly all the people that came out and bought jungle nation t-shirts it was a a big success and uh, looking forward to doing it again soon so uh, just just some awesome way just with cornell powell being here talking about what he's giving back that free football camp uh, for the community and then a couple other big community things that really we were tied into but really is the is the people that helped uh, make it happen and i just wanted to let everybody know the successes of uh, living in a great place like greenville north carolina
3: all right, Ellerby, I noticed to my left you have some written notes. And, oh, yeah, uh, homework. I've got. A, Did you? I got a lot of papers here, and none of them are homework.
7: You didn't do your homework? Um, Most famous alums?
3: I'll have it ready for next Tuesday, or I'd rather just go ahead and hear yours and talk about it today.
7: Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure chandler is
3: more than prepared because if we get two out of three who did their homework that'd be good we could have a good discussion so chandler this one's on you buddy Uh, no
7: chandler uh, dog dog ate ate his homework
8: well why can't we just go i think the fun thing about homework is when you do it in class Uh, as you go along when in doubt look about
3: all right so are you ready to go
0: let's
8: go
3: Okay. I've got my computer ready. All right, so for those just tuning in, uh, when the ECU football schedule first came out, we decided to rank the opponents by their fight song. And then we said, you know what?
7: We got a long off-season here. Ellerby can't really provide any more content, so let's just get him to do some homework. Let's do fun stuff.
3: Ellerby likes doing work. Ellerby's a big work guy. So we said, all right, every Tuesday when Ellerby's here, let's rank the uh, football opponents – in a different topic each day. We have done fight songs. We have done Where You Wanna Visit. We have done Best Football Alums while they were in college. And there was another, I believe we did as well. Ah, uh, mascot. We rang the mascots. Yeah. Kind
7: so, of And usually I mean you said Tuesday and most people listening know it is Thursday right yeah. now. But Tuesday I was bumped. Because of Coach Schwartz was going to be here, but we rescheduled him, but then we did the Jersey Mike's things. But that's why I'm here on Thursday. So you guys had extra days to do the homework <laughs> and uh really just don't have much excuses for yourself.
3: No, you're right. Uh much like Chandler, I am a procrastinator. Of course, if you never do it at all, you can't even be considered a procrastinator, right? You <laughs> just don't do
7: it. You yeah, just... yeah. Basically, you get it's, in, in school, it'd be a zero. Correct. <laughs> but uh Chandler likes
3: to go on the fly. He said he's good off the cuff, so we'll see. Okay. Uh so what we're doing this week, we're going down the football schedule and ranking the non-athlete alums. Is that what you're doing?
7: Yeah, well, I did have some athletes thrown in there when I went through the list, but, I mean, I'm just going to throw those. I went through for most schools and got multiple names of some that I know who the number one one is going to be, in my opinion, but I also added some extra names just for either some debate or did you know that person went to that school all right that's just kind of my philosophy of how i went through the list instead of just going through and picking one name and only delivering that which is probably a good thing since you guys don't have a list to compare and contrast i'll just throw out all the names i got and then you guys uh you guys rank them
3: all right please mention that we didn't do our homework as much as you possibly can during this segment yes all right Paddling so
7: after this segment
3: first game at michigan in the big house september 2nd still waiting on a kickoff time for that game and all the other games all right Ellerby, there's got to be a ton of michigan alums
7: okay uh of course obvious sports guys we talked i think tom brady and Derek jeter did you know that Derek Jeter? He didn't go to Michigan. He went. He, he was gonna go to Michigan, maybe. Okay, he
3: didn't. So Mike Trout went to ECU. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Derek Jeter did not go to Michigan. He didn't go to college.
7: He went straight out of high school. Yes, to the Yankees. Yeah. Okay, so here here are the here's the list based on my research, which is better than yours. Uh, Madonna. I don't know. Right now, it's Madonna's not. Madonna's on my list. Madonna <laughs> went to Michigan for two years. That is wild. Which, so uh, James Earl Jones. Mm, baseball also darth vader yes um yeah. this is just kind of a fun one alice from the brady bunch
9: V <laughs> <laughs> <N. B>. jones
7: <laughs> i thought that was kind of cool yeah going through the list uh former president gerald ford he played football at michigan yeah uh, and and then this my last fun one was uh adam Schefter.
3: shefty okay
7: rich eisen also he went to michigan baseball as well michigan, so I, obviously i mean i think the obvious choice of uh, most uh, famous Troy's sister yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Throwing that in there. But I think obviously Madonna, hands down, is the most famous alum. In yeah. L- I mean, known worldwide. Madonna. Madonna. What's your favorite Madonna song, y'all uh, maybe, if, uh, maybe if Shirley bolted out like a prayer right now, <laughs> <I> might. <laughs> you might. Uh, Shirley, Shirley, what's your favorite Madonna? I know you got a favorite Madonna song.
6: Oh gosh, um, there's two of them. One is, um, it's a deep track off of the Material Girl album. Deep it's cut called Shirley. "Where's the Party." Okay. Um, and then probably the other one would be. Uh, just because it was attached to one of my favorite movies um this used to be my playground which was the theme song from a league of their own
3: okay there you go chandler madonna song you got one material girl there you go Mm. all right madonna michigan sounds good ellery marshall
7: marshall uh this one's hands down just like michigan it's a no-brainer but I'll, i'll throw out my one did you know nc state coach kevin keats went to marshall did not did not know that now you know uh billy crystal most famous marshall alum wow no way billy crystal he had to go somewhere up north i that's what i thought i mean when i did my google research maybe maybe my googling wasn't so good billy a crystal how about that yeah i believe you i'm just i want to see
3: yeah crystal attended marshall university in huntington do you know the rest of that sentence on a baseball scholarship well, of course, <laughs> he does take BP like with the Yankees or plays spring right. training. He's
7: always something. loved baseball. Yeah, Billy Crystal, Marshall never would have guessed that.
3: Yeah, um, movie when they're all, where they're on the horses. Uh, city slickers, city slickers, great film. Yes, all right, that's uh, pretty cool. You but know what
7: he did in the movie City Slickers?
3: He was. Uh, no,
7: what? A radio salesman. <laughs> he's, he's, remember, because when he goes to his kid's class and he, and, and, the, and the big construction guys up there talking about yelling at some woman not to get hit by a crane and he's cussing and all that. And then he goes up there and tells like, you guys listen to the radio? They're like, oh, you're on the air. And they're like, no. He's like, uh, what do you do? He's like, I write the commercials. They're like. Uh, okay.
3: <laughs> is that? Do you go to Hunter's class? And yeah, I know. That? and so it's
7: like sun's like sliding down into the seat. That's already.
3: great. Did not uh, remember that part of.
7: Go it. back and Google that scene up. It's kind of a classic scene. Norman, like, wasn't there a little? Uh, that was the cow.
3: Cow named Norman. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. All right, Madonna, Billy Crystal. Who's next?
8: I've oh, some. Mike D'Antoni went to Marshall.
7: Yes. All right. His brother was the basketball coach recently. Mark. Uh, he's the older guy. Yeah. But uh and they yeah. Used to
3: score a bunch of points and give up a bunch of points. Yeah. So
7: ready to move on to app there, Chan?
8: The the lady she she just passed away, but she was the lady in two and a half men, and she's uh, also Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Kenchata Farrell. Huh? She went to Marshall. Can, I buy, vi- can I buy a
3: can I You're a big Mr. Deeds guy, so yes.
7: mm. All right. Moving on. Uh app State You ready? Yeah. Uh App State. Here's a fast little fact. We started with Kevin Keats last time with Marshall. I didn't know Paul Johnson, former Georgia Tech coach, went to App State. Did you? I did not. Nobody now went there. Now, now you know. So the next three are kind of uh, out there. Uh, are they going to be country music stars? Well, one of them is. And I think there's another one that I'd missed, but uh, uh, Eric Church went to App State. Uh, Franklin Graham, son of Billy Graham, who's kind of taken over that, went to App State. And then, uh, whoo, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte oh, Flair. Oh, I'm going to go Charlotte Flair. the champion. Come heard, on. Luke Combs I, I was going to say,
6: Luke Combs was another one.
7: Yeah, was we'll he the other one that went yeah, to App State? Yeah. So, so what do you, I think, I mean, is, who's the most recognizable person, the country or the uh, wrestler?
6: Yeah,
3: well, I mean, in the religious world, it would be Graham. Franklin right? Graham, yeah. Um, no, that's a good question. In the
7: uh, country
8: world, I would say Luke Combs right
7: now. Luke Combs over Eric Church?
8: right now in country music yes
7: okay so you're gonna go luke combs or charlotte flair i'm going charlotte flair i'm going luke
8: combs
7: well we'll go charlotte flair two verse one all right that's fine all right there we go uh can we take a break yeah absolutely finish this next segment. gardner webb interesting a lot of interesting do you have some names Uh, i have i could only come up with one
3: okay all right we'll uh we'll tease that what line of
7: what field are they in Mm, and it's sports i mean Uh, here's the good news if you want to be, if you think you're going to be famous, go to Gardner Webb. You could be there, potentially be their most famous alone yeah. pretty fast.
3: And you'll be getting a lot of letters to donate money. Yes. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. John Moody says Charlotte Flair is queen. Speaking of queen, the prop queen Ariel Epstein will join us next Tuesday on the show. Just uh, contacted her, so we'll. She's fired up. Yankees opening day, opening day around Major League Baseball. The Braves. Leading the Nationals 4 2, heading into the bottom of the eighth. And how about the O's? They are off to a 5 2 lead against the Red Sox as they play in the fifth on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Doug Buck. bug. Uh, buck. Thank you. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back after this. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. clip.
3: Wish we could do some MLB trivia. I'll name players in a lineup. You tell me what team I'm talking about because this one looks weird. Dansby Swanson, Cody Bellinger, Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer. They are all members of the Chicago Cubs. They lead the Brewers 4-0 right now. Dansby, two hits and uh, an RBI in his Cubs debut uh, that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by da Buck. Da Buck. Uh Orioles add a run. They're up 6-2 to two on Boston. We'll have some O's baseball coming your way throughout the Major League season. Braves 4-2 to two over the Nats in the 8th inning. All right, we are, Ellerby is, and Chandler and I are chiming in because we didn't do our homework, uh, running through the most famous non-athlete uh, alums of each school on the ECU football schedule. So far, we've got... Madonna for Michigan, Billy Crystal for Marshall,
7: and Charlotte Flair for Appalachian State. Yes. All right, Gardner-Webb, Ellerby, who's next? Um, it was just one name I came up with. I didn't really know anybody else. It was Artist Gilmore. Okay. I mean, I a mean, legend, I mean, I just, yeah. I can't, I can't, there was anybody else that knows a more famous person than Artist Gilmore that went to Gardner-Webb, please chime in and let us know, and we will correct it later in this show or down the shows down the road so all right that, that, more. just go with that one all
3: right let's go to rice i R- think they're a uh you got to be pretty
7: smart to go to rice yeah um guy that was uh, way before our time howard hughes know who that is how do i know that name he, there was a 2004 movie called the aviator he was like one of the most wealthiest and influential people back in the you know, early twenties, thirties, forties. He did movies. He was a business magnet. He was just kind of a he's a pilot. He was, but he ended up he's kind of a weird dude. All right. But, um, but Howard Hughes is uh, the guy from Rice. Anybody else has got a more famous one? I'm willing to listen. Okay. Weird. And I think he's one of those guys that withdrew. From, a lot of these people withdrew. Never really graduated, but kind of connected. Kind of. Like, I mean, I guess Sandra Bullock at East Carolina.
3: Yeah, but if you take one class, you're considering an alum, Right. I so, believe. Yeah.
7: So there we go. All right. And you and Chandler can't dispute Howard Hughes. Nope. Next, uh, SMU. SMU, an interesting list. Uh, So a couple names. You just had Cornell Powell here. How about Lamar Hunt and Clark Hunt? All right. Chiefs. The Chiefs. NFL. uh, Yeah, so that's popular. Uh, Payne Stewart went to SMU. Um, Former First Lady Laura Bush, which is why occasionally George Bush has been at SMU games. Of course he lives in that area. Yeah, he'll
3: go sit courtside and stuff at basketball. But yeah. now, I
7: mean, there's more of a connection now if his wife is with him because they went there. Um Kathy Bates, the okay. actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know her? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Great and, actress. And then in honor of Jeff Charles, I think this might be the most famous one, Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Courtney Kardashian went to SMU. Wow.
8: Also Brian Baumgartner from The Office.
7: Oh, uh Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, that's a pretty you, good list. But you, but when you have to say his name and what he did, then that that can't be the most famous. So so if you're going, Courtney Kardashian, Kathy Bates, Laura Bush, Payne Stewart, Lamar Hunt, the tro- NFL trophy's named after him. Yeah, Clark Hunt not mm. as famous because he's just the son. but he's this- the one now. He's running the Chiefs right the now. Mic, he's running the Chiefs. Except right now. in the trophy, right? Yeah. But uh, Lamar Hunt, Lamar Hunt's more famous.
3: Courtney but- Kardashian. If you polled most famous, that would
7: win today. Today today right now. I, if you put Courtney Kardashian... Kardashian versus Lamar Hunt, more people would know who Courtney Kardashian is.
3: Yeah, but I, I think you're underselling Kathy Bates. Really?
7: Yeah. Name her top three movies. Uh, Water Misery, Boy. Waterboy,
6: <laughs> Fried Green Tomatoes. Boom.
7: Wow. Maybe so. Yeah.
6: Um, so, did you mention
8: Jim Ursay? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Hello.
3: Can we play Jim Rome talking about Jim Ursay for the mm. next 30 minutes? Uh, crazy owner of the Colts. Sorry, is your vote in for Kathy Bates? Yeah, but I'm le- I'm ready to be
7: outvoted. Studio B. So Courtney Kardashian? Studio B. What do you got?
8: In honor of Jeff, I'll go Courtney Kardashian. The Kardashians are so popular.
7: But is Courtney Kardashian popular? Kim Kardashian's popular. Oh, oh true. But and, and is she one of the what, sisters? On, on the popularity of Kardashians, where does Courtney Kardashian rank in the Kardashian polls? So there's Kim. There's Chloe. There's Courtney. There's Courtney. And then there's Mama. Rob and then there's other the other ones there, there's like the younger ones are like billionaires with their makeup companies and stuff or whatever but um all right just, that, that was bruce jenner's kids i think give me kardashian
8: were you aware that uh josh mccann with the smu <laughs> no wow
7: all right
8: mm-hmm.
7: there you go definitely not on the list. so kardashian wins you ready for UNC Charlotte? Uh, let's go to Charlotte. UNC Charlotte. Cornbread uh, Maxwell. Cornbread. not on the list. But he's uh, he's on basketball. Yeah. But uh, really, the one that I think's the winner is going to be Clay Aiken.
4: Clay
7: Aiken. <laughs> Clay Aiken. Also, a Leesville High School graduate who went to high school with my wife.
3: Of course. What does she say about him as a high school kid? Were, uh, were they in the same He circle? was kind of a quiet,
7: nerdy guy, in, yeah. you know, but ended up, uh, I mean... He was always nice, but uh, so, but uh, certainly, obviously, a fa- dude won American Idol, right?
3: For those wondering, uh, I'm looking up where
7: Ruben Studdard went to college. Wasn't he the one with Clay Aiken? <laughs> yeah, did Clay beat him? Right, Clay won American Idol. I'm trying to, or did Ruben? That's Stutt- correct. Reuben, no, no, Ruben no, won. won. Clay, Clay came then, in second. But Clay ended up being more famous. Yes, yeah. correct. Right, right. So, so Clay's the winner. He's more famous than Cornbread Maxwell, even though he's from Kinston.
3: Reuben went to Alabama A&M, for those
7: asking. All right. right, When we play Aiken, we'll get that on. UTSA. Who is a roadrunner, Ellerby? This is tough. This is tough on me because there's a a rapper, and he may be an actor named Travis Scott, which is not his real name. That's his stage name. I really don't know much about him, but he was kind of number one. But also, remember Michelle Beadle? of course she ESPN. was on ESPN and stuff so I recognized her because I don't I'm not very good in the music industry um, so I don't know y'all, y'all debate Michelle or Travis whoever's the most famous
3: I've i, I have heard of Travis Scott I couldn't name a song uh, but I would say if you polled everyone today he would win I think he's
7: famous Fam-
8: very big rapper All in right. today's world
7: the Roadrunner, Travis Scott okay there we go Tulane Tulane kind of, a lot of political stuff in Tulane uh, Ashley Biden daughter of president biden let me guess one that james
3: carville or is he lsu he went to lsu okay i always see it uh, i hear the cajun in his
7: voice talking so here, here's my setup for this ashley biden daughter of joe biden newt gingrich okay mm-hmm. and so name. so what if you had those two on the trifector on jerry springer's show who's also an alum
3: Oh, Springer wins! I know. Yeah, so Springer Spr- wins, Springer's but I'm just, I was
7: just wins. trying to set up you put to put Biden and Gingrich yeah. on Jerry Springer show to let them fight it out of who's the most famous Tulane alum. I like
3: the idea. I thought Springer. So he was like the mayor of Cincinnati,
7: right? Right. But he went to How'd Tulane. He get down there to Tulane. Well, maybe he got run out of New Orleans. I don't know. But Jerry Springer obviously is my vote as the most famous. Absolutely, Tulane alum. The only one. The other one that I thought was interesting when I was doing my research is because it was one of my favorite shows many moons ago. Was uh, the guy that uh, did entourage doug elan the producer of entourage always thought it was a great show on hbo but definitely jerry springer uh top of my list for uh tulane alums um in
3: 2018 jerry springer set in and performed six songs ranging from elvis to tennessee waltz with the lazy birds an american roots band based out of black mountain north carolina so there you go Uh, more jerry springer tidbits thank you if you were in black mountain you may have seen jerry springer perform my life is getting more fuller at the moment. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Jer- I'm going to have to bring
7: that up to Corey Glore next time I talk to You are
8: him. not the father. Yes. That's
3: Maury
7: Povich.
8: right,
7: oh, I'm sorry. Uh, FAU's <laughs> an easy one. There's not even any competition. Uh Carrot Top oh god he's not famous <laughs> he is was, to me. he was famous but there's nobody you find a more famous fau al
6: <laughs> you did realize too that a lot of the the classic sports center skits or whatever that you see on espn were written by him
3: no shirley i did not realize that yeah you that's your
7: homework
6: and i've seen him and i've actually seen him live twice
3: Okay, that makes him famous. Yes. Yes. You, well, he's I famous get, to me. I get that he's famous. I'm just saying, I, Shannon Spake, big fan of her from FAU. Not as famous as
7: Carrot Top, but I'm just All looking right. at a that list. That's your homework between now and next Tuesday. I, I didn't do Carrot- this. To- uh, I didn't do this homework. You think I'm going to do that homework? Well, yeah, it means a double zero. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot-,
8: Carrot Top looks so
3: scary. I know. Scary he, he looks whacked out Oh, now. my gosh. You hey. ready to move oh, on? Oh, yeah. He's, he
6: is he's, so scary. I think
7: Navy's going to be a tough one.
3: I bet, surely there are people, older people, that probably like saw him playing in the attic or something. Like I feel like I've heard those stories yes. before.
6: Um, Carrot yeah, top. he came, He used to be on the comedy circuit at uh, Barton when I was a right. student there. He came twice, along with Margaret Cho. So yeah. we, we saw a couple of uh, rather nationally known two comedians. More, two more, uh, Two
7: more. Two more. Navy. All right. Uh, obviously, if, a lot here. if you want to avoid sports, I mean, you got to throw out David Robinson and Roger Stallback. Mm-hmm. two of the most famous. Though. But... Uh, I think the guy that's going to win is the guy that was one of our presidents, Jimmy Carter, was All Naval right. Academy. John McCain, a former presidential candidate and senator. And then Ross Perot. Did you know Ross Perot? <laughs> do you remember him? <laughs> yeah. Dana I
6: finish? I know. Dana finish, I, everybody Dana thinks finish.
7: of uh, Dana Carvey from yeah. Saturday Night Live. but uh, I He gonna was an be... independent, right? Running. Uh-huh. Ross Perot. Yeah. And uh, then yeah, he dropped was... out of the yes. race. Yeah. Um, but I do think, I mean there's been a ton of astronauts and people i mean a ton of great people that have gone through the naval academy but uh i mean jimmy carter was obviously a president so unless he, he literally got the vote so he's most popular yeah so he was the most popular <laughs> popular so he, he's gonna win there all right finally tulsa there's gonna be a guy i'm gonna say him last because he's gonna be the hands-down winner all right um but obviously if you want to keep it local steve logan Former pirate coach. Mm. Did not know that. Wow. Tulsa graduate. Wow, man. So there you go. Uh, golf. Nancy Lopez. Hank Haney, who uh, is Tiger Woods' He's former like coach. A coach. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's the name. Uh, sports. Lovey Smith went to okay. Tulsa. Um, oh, here's here's one of your favorites right here. Maybe I don't know. Maybe might be past you alls Surely will know this one. Do you know who Ruth McClanahan is? Oh,
3: that's uh, Golden Girls, right? That's
6: Blanche from the Golden Girls.
3: Don't say before your time. Chandler watches the Golden Girls
7: every night. Do you really? Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, it's one of my comfort
8: shows.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're like, maybe before your time. Chandler watches it every night, Elroy. There's your promo, Shirley. And Uh, and Blanche is uh, fantastic. Yes. Uh, So she's a Tulsa. Uh, One that's in our industry, Paul Harvey. All right that's a classic uh but the guy that's gonna win better than jerry springer dr phil dr phil oh my god dr phil is a golden hurricane he is the hands down most famous tulsa alum i'm sure they're proud of that one all right dr phil okay so chandler you can talk to dr phil about your crush on ruth mcclanahan
3: without that tulsa schooling we never would have got cash me outside how about that girl how about, so how about that? Yeah.
8: How about that? Who would have thought that? we had,
3: a,
7: that we we're playing teams that had Jerry Springer and Dr. <laughs> Phil involved.
3: That is awesome. All right. Ellerby,
7: I'm so glad you did
3: your homework. Great segment. Did.
7: What's next week? What are we doing on Tuesday? What are you guys not doing on Tuesday?
3: Okay, you want to come up with one since you did your homework and I'll do it this time? Where have we been? I'm trying to think uh, all over the board of uh, what, what could be. David, today? by the way, is doing his own research. He said he's working on cheerleaders in the NFL
7: from all these schools. And is gonna rank them. That that's, that seems like a guy that has more time than me. <laughs> Good luck, David. With <laughs> yes, that. But we'll appreciate your efforts and and input.
3: If we can't think, of, we can table it. We'll we'll have something Tuesday. Yeah. Or unless you can think of something right now. Right,
7: how about uh, we'll take suggestions? YouTube and uh, Facebook. Chime what in.
3: should we rank next week uh, with our opponents on the upcoming football schedule? All right, LRV, Thanks for hanging out. All right. See you next week. See you Tuesday. See you uh, Sunday as the Murph. Yeah, Dale Just Murphy. To looking forward to that. All right, we'll take a break. Come back when we return. Brandon Manning, he's phoning it in today, folks. We're going to have a phoner with Brandon because he is a busy, busy man. Uh, We will talk Pirate Baseball opening day and more. Name that sound coming up hour number two as well. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back, UBE. It has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of VCU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Shirley, can you play Brandon Manning's intro while I talk? Do you have that? Yes, I that. do. I mean, hit Hold that real on. quick Because Da-da-da. Brandon Manning joins us on the phone. He does not have a lot of time. No time to dilly nor dally Back when I was a younger man. Brandon, are you with us? Now my body says oh you can't
8: this boy
3: I kind of want to hear the song instead of Brandon play the song
8: I ain't
5: as good as I once was All
3: right, there you go. Brandon uh getting on a jet plane, so joining us via phone. Brandon, what you up to, man?
9: Uh getting ready to board a plane. They just started boarding a uh to Atlanta. We're going to uh, go watch some. my daughter's playing in a volleyball tournament in the, in the ATL this weekend. Uh, starts tomorrow and play through Sunday, hopefully. Alright,
3: so we got you for a few minutes here. Why can't ECU win a midweek game?
9: You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I put it out there on a few of the uh, Facebook boards or whatever. It used to be where we we were the underdogs everywhere we went. So we played with a chip on our shoulder and you know, we, we gave everybody our best shot. That was 15, 20 years ago. Now we're the bar. I mean, you look at it over the last 10 years, we're the winningest program uh, in the state of North Carolina. Um, by about 20 or 30 games, everybody has given us everything they got when they play us nowadays. and It's it's a year-changing or a year-making game when they play us, and I, and I think we overlook a few these days. I think we're better as the underdogs, but I really, honest to God, think that it's just a, just what happened this year, and it's and it's gonna be okay. We just, just like last year, don't don't hit the panic button yet. I think we're gonna be fine.
3: Brandon Manny joining us. Brandon, you've never sounded older uh, than when you said, "I put it up on fa- the Facebook board and those things." That was an old man statement right there. <laughs>
9: Well, I mean, it's, it's what you got to do
3: nowadays. <laughs> Brandon Manning, you can give him a call. 531-1812. Schedule a review. Get a free quote with Farm Bureau Insurance. He uh, will take care of you. Perfect time to get a review of your home, auto, and life insurance. Provides our ECU baseball recap and preview here on Pirate Radio Live. I know you're going to say when the weather heats up, the Pirate bats will heat up. But that's been the main issue, I think, in these midweek games, Brandon. Just the bats not showing up, and you hear Cliff Godwin. He says we got to be more competitive early. We got to have more fight. And I don't know, as a player, what does that mean? Uh, Well, you know, what do these guys have to do to to be ready for next midweek?
9: Well, you know, I I think you know, and everybody has a different approach at the plate. Every batter is a little bit different, Cliff. And I think some some of our guys go up there trying. You know, a few of them try to overswing, in my opinion, here and there. And I think our guy's got to get back to the basics. Let's work on hitting the barrel, let the pitcher do most of the work. If, you know, if this guy's throwing 94, 95 miles an hour and he is the sweet spot of the bat and you're not swinging that hard, it's still going to go a pretty good distance. So, you know, get back to the basics. Want, want to hit the barrel, not just hit a home run. So I, I think that's what we need to do.
3: All right, Eric on YouTube says, Hey, Brandon, I'm watching this show on this here YouTube." <laughs> there you go. That's what he's watching on. <laughs> The old YouTubes. Uh, Brandon, Pirates do not practice on Mondays. They get some individual work in. They rest up and then play midweek Tuesday. I mean, is that a factor here, not practicing? Uh, you know, you, you got to give them some time off. But I don't know. I guess I, I'm just trying to figure out why we look so good weekend. And, and it's got to be level of competition, too. We're playing good midweek teams, sometimes more, in the most cases better than the weekend opponents, right?
9: Well, you know that that whole Monday thing—that's been, I mean, going back for years. It used to be you always had Monday afternoon off. It was an NCA thing rule. I think I'm not sure if it still is. I, I think it is, but um, na- nowadays I think that we we prepare so much for the weekends because that's what gets us the most wins. And everybody, everything, all our homework we look at, all our analytics we look at is for those Friday, Saturday, Sunday guys. Maybe not looking at the guys as a as a hitter and spending as much time as you do which is just natural i mean we don't spend all year long working on navy's offense as a football team we spend a few a few minutes here and there i mean we have to you have to go to the guys that are playing the bulk of your game so to speak and it's everybody else other than navy on football so on baseball side you know we're going to play three games against houston this weekend we're going to concentrate more on them you know that's what we're going to do that's just a natural thing to do so I think we're going to be fine. Again, don't don't hit the panic button. Hit just swing the bats. Keep on going, and and we'll be fine.
3: And uh, conference play rolling around. The Pirates have dominated this conference these last few years. Brandon putting up 20-plus wins uh, all these years, and it's almost crazy to ask him to go out there and do it again. But if the Pirates want to achieve their goals and host what they want to host, they're they're going to have to do it again. Do you think they can dominate this conference like they have in years past? I
9: do. Um, I think the conference is down. I think Houston has a sub-500 record right now. Um, I could be – I made more right there around 500. I don't think – I do not think our conference is up this year. I really think we need to get on one of those winning streets like we did last year. And, you know, we, we, last year I laid out a path for us to host a regional and win the conference, and they, and they did pretty much that, and I think it's going to be the same thing right now. Hey, let's take two out of three on the road, sweep it home, and we'll take care of business. So that's what we got to do. To Brandon's
3: point, Houston right now does enter this weekend with a losing record 12 and 13. Brandon, we'll let you run. We got Shane Winkler coming up at 5 o'clock. ECU softball winning in Chapel Hill last night. How about the, uh, the local product, Anna Sawyer, with the three run bomb and the uh, softball team winning?
9: You know, that's an athletic family. Her little brother's uh, producing right now for DH Conley. And she she's a baller. She, she hit bomb after bomb in high school. I remember when I was coaching at the middle school there, I was watching her play in the field next to me, and she was hitting home runs in middle school. I mean, <laughs> she's, she is just a baller. She's got a sweet stroke uh, and just a good person and a good family all the way around.
3: All right. Have fun with that crying baby on the plane, Brandon. Oh, oh yeah. It's fine. She's already stopped crying. We're good. Okay. Doesn't sound like it. Brandon, thanks for joining us, man. We'll uh, see you back here in studio soon. All right. Thank
9: you, buddy. I'll see you all
3: Monday, next week. All right, Bob. There is Brandon Manning. You can give him a call. Now is the perfect time of a review of your home, auto, and life insurance with a trusted and experienced agent. Brandon Manning, Farm Bureau Insurance, 531-1812. Always has a cell phone on. You can call Brandon and schedule a review and get a free quote. All right. Uh, Chandler, let's play Name That Baseball Matchup. Jacob DeGrom just struck out Trey Turner, name the two teams playing.
8: All right, it's Phillies, because Trey Turner's with the Phillies now. And Jacob DeGrom, he's not on the Mets anymore, is he? No. Man, where is Jacob DeGrom? Where
3: has that boy gone? Where?
8: What is Jacob doing with his career? Jacob who? DeGrom. <laughs> um, the Diamondbacks?
3: Nah. i give you a hint. Chuck Norris.
8: Oh, uh, the Rangers!
3: Yes, and uh, man, we got real potential for a fun score depending on how they put these scores up with the the Philadelphia P logo uh, yep. and the Texas T logo. Uh huh. We could have an interesting score. Poot. We could. We could, have poop. we could have food coming up. <laughs> uh, so Degrom, uh, is three pitches and one out. Uh, quickly got Schwarber to fly out. Now he's got two down in the first inning. As guess who's up? Our favorite catcher. For the Phillies.
8: JT Real Muto.
3: <laughs> yeah. Real uh, Muto. I talked to somebody at um AJ's who was so PO'd listening to that segment because like it was messing him up. He was sitting there listening to it and then he tried to say it and we me, messed me? it. We all messed him up. Yeah. and uh, the way we were saying it. Real Muto, I believe, is the easy way to say it. Like, JT Real Muto. Yes. Boom. Nailed it. Real Muto. Hey, Kenley, that was for you right there. Good luck to your Reds this year. All right, uh, Reds and Pirates just getting underway in the first inning. Braves one out away from an opening day win against Chandler's Nats, 7-2, to two. that score as they play in the bottom of the ninth. Orioles have an 8-2 to two lead, but Red Sox have two on, nobody out. In the sixth inning, Tampa Bay one nothing over Detroit, and we are uh, in the middle of the first. Phillies and Rangers scoreless as the Rangers look to bat for the first time. All right, we'll keep you up to date on those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck DaBug. We got Shane Winkler coming up at 5 o'clock. We've got Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell audio coming up on our Flight by Yingling ECU practice report, so we'll get to that. But coming up next, we'll play another edition of Name That Sound. I will be back in the hot seat. Um... A couple weeks ago, I, I I wasn't feeling confident going into the game. Today, I feel very confident. I think I'm going to smoke Chandler Honeycutt.
8: Is that, beca- is that because there was a collusion and you literally listened to all the sounds? Never. Sat right I would Shirley never, that?
3: ever do that. As someone who owes sports trivia, I take cheating and integrity very seriously. I would never do that, Chandler. Maybe I'm overconfident. Maybe this is the day you slide in and get win number one. We'll see. Stay tuned. We'll see. Take a timeout, come back. Shirley, hit the bottom left button on the sports bar folder before we go to break. Go to sports bar, very bottom left, crank it up.
10: Braves win! Braves win! Braves
3: win! Braves win! Atlanta Braves 1-0 to start the season, 7-2 win over the Nationals. We'll take a break, come back. More to go, Pirate Radio Live after this.
6: It's my own design.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Taproom is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends fifth street hardware serves lunch and dinner tuesday through sunday plus brunch starting at 10 30 on saturdays and sundays follow fifth street hardware restaurant and tap room on instagram for the latest events and specials fifth street hardware right beside the state theater in greenville now let's head back in to prl here is your host clip rock
3: all right how about those freaking pirates last night softball team going to chapel hill just got swept against south florida heads hanging low. Does it turn into a long losing streak? Not so fast, my friend. Uh, The Bats, Shirley Rhodes got going more so than we've seen just about all year. uh, Putting up eight runs on the Tar Heels, and uh, that was enough for an eight to four victory. Big win for Shane Winkler's team last night.
6: A Huge win, as uh, not only you know from a marquee team, even though the uh, the Tar Heels were sh- uh, struggling so far this season. I think their record was something like thirteen and fifteen on the season. Uh, however. You know, East Carolina has really put themselves up against some uh, marquee names. I mean, they took on Virginia Tech earlier this year. They've played against Notre Dame, and of course, most recently North Carolina last night. So, uh, getting to see some quality pitching, and boy, they ran the pitchers for North Carolina. They they ran through five pitchers. And uh, Addie Bullis for East Carolina pitched a whale of a game. I mean, there were uh, multiple times where she had runners on base, potentially could tie up the game or take the lead, and uh, she would just uh, either strike them out or force them to pop up. And uh, it it was a fun game to watch. And, boy, I tell you what, if you get a chance, I don't know if you can see a highlight or not, but if you can, see if you can find it. Anna Sawyer was absolutely jacked up and fired up when she hit that home run. It it was a no-doubter. She hit that thing, and we knew it was gone. And it was a three-run bomb, and uh, that was the first one of her uh, career as a Pirate. So it was fun to watch. And Taylor Edwards has been outstanding for East Carolina, uh, has been really a bright spot for the Pirates. I mean, she has really been – uh, one of the more productive batters in the lineup, and I think the the rest of the team are starting to catch up with her, but she went four for four last night as well. And uh, couple that with uh, a couple of North Carolina miscues, there were a couple of just wild throws and uh, just some some bad fielding decisions, uh, and that helped uh, East Carolina Go to I think it was eight, and th- eight to three, and then uh, North Carolina tried to make a rally late in the late innings, and they could only tack on one run. So eight to four was your final, and uh, they come back home. They host UCF this weekend, so uh, looking to pick up. Uh, three wins to kind of even up that uh, record in the uh, conference
3: and look this team was not good in conference play last no, year no, Shane no Winkler absolutely will not. tell you so this is a huge weekend for them ride that momentum get some conference wins get some confidence and uh it'll be friday five o'clock against ucf we'll keep an eye on that one our last hour on the show on friday saturday at 5 p.m sunday at noon three game set with the knights all right um checking in on our facebook and youtubers uh susan deans says hello from sunny los cabos sitting by the pool drinking a pina colada
6: man oh all there all better right. be an umbrella in that bad boy huge flex huge. Right, susan. serious flex the hugest flex of the day of
3: flexes. uh flex of the day brought to you by uh brought hannah Hannah Manning says, we talked to Brandon Manning a moment ago on our yeah. Farm Bureau ECU Baseball Report. I'm yeah.
6: assuming Hannah is not traveling with Brandon. I'm assuming
8: she's on airplane mode.
3: I'm assuming she is traveling because we talked about the crying baby and Brandon said the baby stopped crying. Hannah says she has not stopped crying.
8: Okay. Oh. Uh, Hannah, All calm right. down. Okay. Take it easy.
3: Uh, how Are you still DMing, Hannah?
8: Sure am. <laughs> As we speak,
3: talk I about did, a
6: flex. I did notice
3: that right after
8: it's been a week, it's our one week anniversary,
3: so. right <laughs> after that DM. <laughs> The very next day, I saw pictures um, on Pirate Radio of you and Hannah at the baseball game. At the baseball game.
8: game. Yes.
3: <laughs> yep. So, that DM relationship seems to be going well.
8: Yep. Oh, that's a good camera angle.
3: Josh yeah. says, Clipper, how about them Braves? 1-0 after knocking off the Nationals today. That was good to see. Steve says, first place Braves in the driver's seat for the World Series. First place. They got a uh, squad this year. I like it. <laughs> All right. um, Alex says, it's amazing Houston is struggling at baseball. They should be able to throw a baseball from the office and find enough talent to compete. Houston struggling. Tulane really bad. Let me get a look at that Tulane record because it is really bad. Take a gander. Let's uh, let's take a gander at old Corey Glor's team and how see long. how his team's doing right now we're not doing now. god we're not doing god Corey, what's wrong with, with the green one What's
1: wrong
8: with the green one
1: unbelievable I'm not I'm not the ball. Uh,
3: they have played 25 games chandler what is their record i'm gonna go i just want to see 15 and 10 how good you are at math 15 and 10 boy you are way off six and 19 Six wins on the season for Tulane. So,
8: hello. Oh, wow. Goodbye. Holy cow.
3: That is, uh, that's pretty astonishing. So, yeah, this league is down, and we'll see if the Pirates can take advantage of that as as they've done these past few years. All right. Um,
6: ready? Yeah, let's name sounds. Uh, hold on one second. Sounds though. need to be named. Uh, my beloved Red Sox are playing the Orioles and right they now. Suck. They stink and yeah boy do we stink uh we are trailing nine to four in the top of the seventh inning
3: let's see who's doing it for the o's today you've got cedric
6: adley Rutchman, uh, the new catcher am i pronouncing his last name right yes he uh first pitch he sees on opening day he jacks a 400 foot home run
3: three for three three ribbies run scored he is having him a day uh hitting second in that lineup Pirate Radio promo legend, uh, Chandler left. he'll get this, Anthony Santander.
6: Santander.
3: It seemed like every Pirate Radio every promo player. for the Orioles we had was Santander doing something. Anthony was Santander. the only one that did anything. He's one for four on the day. Gunnar Henderson, a favorite to be rookie of the year, has not got a hit, but he's got on base twice and scored a run. So the O's looking pretty good today. They're without their ace uh john means for a while but kyle gibson throwing today allowed four runs red sox ace and is Corey kluber still an ace
6: no i think
3: his best days are behind him uh he allows six uh five runs on six hits and three and a third the orioles have just tacked on more runs it is now 10 to 4 and i'm trying to figure out what just happened um, ten to four now. The lead for Baltimore. Cedric Mullins knocked in a run.
8: Campbell, Campbell alum.
3: Uh, you sure? Went to Campbell. You think so? Yes, I do. Okay.
8: I'm a Cedric, Cedric Mullins stand.
3: I know he's from the state of North Carolina. He went to Campbell. Uh, did not know. He's a fighting camel. He was a fighting camel. He
8: he, he went to school in. Booty he's Creek. a spitting camel. He's a spitting fighting camel. Uh, okay all right i'll take your word for it does it not say that's kind of strange
3: Uh, i went to lewisburg and campbell very good chandler you are a cedric mullen stand all right Shirley. let's go
8: come on in come on in sit right down down. take a guess and name that sound Uh, turn that frown upside down because it's time for name that sound now here's the host of name that sound miss shirley Rose
6: thank you thank you mr chandler welcome in to name that sound pretty easy game i play a sound you have to guess it our contestants today mr clip brock clipo the hippo who has run the table so far since we've played this game.
8: Table schmable.
6: We don't count the all-star game. And then we have Owen to my right, who has yet to win a game since the inception of Name That Sound.
3: I'm starting to think you are deaf. <laughs> have you got your hearing checked since we started playing <laughs> this game? <laughs>
8: I just don't recognize. I hear them, but I just don't hey, recognize. Hey,
3: yeah, you better recognize.
6: Yeah, you better recognize. All right, let's see if I can right. recognize today.
4: Gentlemen, let's get underway. We can't decide if he's pregnant or if he just ate.
3: Can't decide if he's pregnant or if he just ate.
4: I am looking for
6: either the. It, uh, let's just put it this way um, it is a show. Mm hmm. I can either, I will accept the character or the name of the show.
8: Okay.
6: okay. We can't
4: decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't.
3: And there's that. What's, okay. My name is
4: We can't Darrell. decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't.
3: I'm trying to think about what that music could be in the background. Is that like sitcom no. music or is that, um. We can't
4: the, decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't.
3: Oh, it could be one of those like reality, like a, um, um, like Pawn Stars or something? We can't
4: decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't. It's
3: not that, no.
8: Duck uh, Dynasty.
4: Incorrect.
3: I don't know if it's one of them. We've already done Duck Dynasty. I thought, so. met,
4: yeah. I
6: thought so.
3: Can't decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't.
4: One more time. We can't decide if he's pregnant or if he just ain't.
8: <laughs> or if he just
3: ain't. <laughs> or if he just ain't. <laughs> he just ain't. <laughs> I got nothing. I have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I want to guess something. Nope.
6: All
7: right. I
3: don't know what to guess.
6: That would be Mr. Joe Exotic, a.k.a. Tiger King. Man. We can't decide if he's pregnant
4: or if he just ain't.
3: That's him talking? Yes, that is him talking.
8: I hear it now. That's a good one, Shirley. All right. Here we
3: go. Very good. Here we go. Next
4: one.
10: La la Luke.
3: Uh, Spaceballs? Incorrect. I always guessed space balls. I, I loved guessing space balls.
10: la, la Luke. La, la Luke. La, la,
3: Luke. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
6: Incorrect. Chandler, <laughs> would you venture a guess?
8: La la Luke. Could it be Dumb and Dumber?
6: Incorrect. Saturday Night Live. No. Give up? Yeah. I have nothing. Okay. Well, I would have accepted two answers here. One, he's talking into a fan. Yeah. And two, that would be Chris Farley in Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Boy.
3: You would have accepted talking into a fan?
6: Yeah, because that's what I was looking for was the actual
3: sound effect. Wow okay
6: Luke. i am your father yeah. but i didn't want to do that because it would have been too easy that's why i cut it off
3: tommy boy
6: yeah and tommy well, boy i knew what he
3: was saying luke while he was doing that yeah i just didn't know what comedy that's that why was i would have
6: accepted either one of those answers okay so we're off to a resounding start yet again
3: <laughs> rocky start here, here we
6: go. all right here we go next sound
3: cold um premier league uh, incorrect mlb the show
6: you are correct.
3: Yeah. yeah. Hit it. Right. Again. Hit that again. Oh, man. Now I need to, now I want to play him. I'll be the show.
6: Yeah. When, it, I mean, that's all Clip did during those, uh, that COVID uh And Chandler was in the league, too. Man.
8: Is that what y'all were doing last night? playing MLB At the show? Were y'all
9: doing Last night, we did
3: a draft, a MLB wins draft, and we're playing from now until the end of April, and we drafted teams, and whoever has the most wins combined wins the pool. Okay, cool. I oh, got the Dodgers, okay. Mets, among the Dodgers.
6: others. Dodgers. The Dodgers. All right, here we go. We got a 1-0 lead. All right, here we go. Clip in the lead. Front, uh, Tetris. Clip got
1: it. Hey, 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 hey. What did
8: you say? The frogger.
1: Nah.
3: <laughs> no. Did I see frogger. they're coming out with a Tetris movie and it's rated R? Or did I make that up? Was that a dream?
6: That might have been a dream, but I don't know. But how would you make a movie out of Tetris?
3: Tetris, 2020, 2023. God. Oh, wait. Oh. It's a biog... <laughs> a bio oh, what? God. Biographical drama. Um, About
6: someone building blocks. What the it, true it?
3: story of high stakes legal battle to secure the intellectual property rights to Tetris. There you go. Is it really uh, hard?
6: Yeah. Okay. okay, I didn't know that that was a thing, but okay. Right. This was All weird. Right.
3: I remember my uh, my dad, not a video game guy, not an electronics guy. Back in the Game Boy era, he uh, got hooked on Tetris for a while. Oh yeah. And was like playing it nightly.
6: Oh yeah. I hated it when those blocks came down too fast, because I'm like, dang it, I can't get to
3: Such a fun and simple game, and frustrating. Very frustrating. All
6: right, here we go. Next one. I like
3: this game for Chandler.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. Next sound. Jackhammer. Incorrect. Woodpecker. Think childhood. Oh, the doorknob thing? at the bottom we didn't we did that i was uh, gonna say we did that last week
3: chandler you'd be awesome at previous week's game motorcycle uh, bubble um uh, you're mowing the long bubble thing popper thing
6: that's a great that's a great (laughs) guess, but it's incorrect I did this as a kid, so to me, this is my childhood.
3: Okay, um, you're you're roller skating. You're. Uh,
6: it's not roller skating. Dirt bike. That's what I no.
3: said. Oh, uh, sorry. It is
6: not the. It's not an engine. Let's just put it that way. So it's not a mechanical sound.
3: You're tooting in your pants.
8: <laughs> you're letting one rip. Did exactly. you
6: let, me let one rip? No, that's not it.
3: Um, I'm gonna uh, do
6: it out. one more time. One more time.
8: <gasps> I know exactly what you're doing.
6: What is it? Uh, bicycle.
8: You're putting the uh you're
6: putting a uh, in the bicycle. Tyler, you are correct, yeah, sir.
8: Good job,
3: Tyler. Good job, Chan Man.
6: All right. Now we got ourselves a game. Was it a two to one. Was it a card that it you was, put in there? It was, you would put a playing card good work, in uh, your bicycle spoke, and when you rode. We used to do that. I, I grew up in White Lake. I grew yep. up at White,
8: my parents had a camper at White Lake, and a bunch of us had bicycles, and we would do that too.
6: Yep. I did that as a kid. Uh, so. Good
3: job, Redbeard. Card and a bike spoke. Yep. Y'all want another classic Cliff Brock story? I would love one. I was riding my bike home from a friend's house and was going to cut in a neighborhood um, to shortcut to my house and got hit by a car and like crashed their windshield and stuff and I wasn't even hurt at all.
4: (laughs) Are you
8: serious? That is a huge flex. They put
3: the bike in their trunk and drove me home and were so mad at me. And it was my fault. I looked back and I was like, okay, nothing coming. And i don't know what the heck i look back at because there was definitely something coming and i crossed the road and it just drilled me how
6: hard was it i mean
3: enough to crack their windshield which i probably that was probably like the handle of the so, bike uh, but I was it was like say,
6: did you roll over on so the hood and the yeah hood? i guess
3: i was yeah i was on the hood but dude I,
6: that's crazy
3: I, it was during it was 1990s i feel like it was during the olympics maybe in 96, I think that night I was like sore in bed late night watching the Olympics.
6: Wow.
8: That is a crazy story. That
3: was four years after uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers came out with Under <laughs> the Bridge.
6: <laughs> you ran, you rode in the car with Ellen. Correct. With Ellen.
3: All right, there All you go. All right, here we go.
6: So two to one is your score. Here we go with the next round.
1: Hey, I kiss my crits.
3: Uh, mama's family. Um, incorrect. Ka- Burnett don't hey,
1: kiss my grits.
3: Carol Burnett. Carol
8: Burnett show.
6: Incorrect. They yeah.
1: don't kiss my grits.
8: I love Lucy. La- I
6: died laughing because he actually said kiss my grits earlier today. And I, I, Did I really? Yeah. You uh. said, kiss, well, kiss my grits. I say a I was, lot of things. And I you? started, I, I was internally. They don't kiss my grits. Incorrect. The Jeffersons. Incorrect.
3: Uh, all in the family. Incorrect. Uh, Mel
6: kiss my grits.
8: I'm trying to hear the name at the beginning.
6: It, she says Mel, Mel's which was the Donner. name. Okay. Mel kiss my grits. His name was the name of one of the characters. Happy in days. Incorrect.
1: Mel kiss my grits. It's
4: not
8: Andy Griffith at all, is it? Nope.
6: Um, kiss my grits. <laughs> I would accept either the name of the show or the character that used to say that. That was a quite a famous uh, I know, catchphrase.
3: I know, but I don't know what it is.
8: Let's do... The, uh... <sighs> the Addams Family. Incorrect. I'll uh, tap out. All uh, right, hold on.
6: Oh, Lord We're Jesus. Brady Bunch. Incorrect. The right, answer uh-huh. is, the name of the character was Flo, and it was from the television show Alice. Yeah. That's
8: a spinoff,
6: right? Uh, it, Al- like Alice, Alice from- was a spinoff, but I can't remember what it was a spinoff from.
8: Was it not? Wasn't Alice the maid in Brady Bunch?
6: Not the same Alice. Different Alice. Get out of here, man. I'm just, All right, trying, I'm just trying to fit in with the song. oldies.
3: Clee <laughs> knew it. Johnny knew it. Well done. Okay, here we uh, go. Newton knew it. Chris knew it. Everybody knew it, but us. You know why? Because y'all were some old farts. That's why. All right, moving on. Next sale.
7: We're gonna go save the little baby cows, badass. uh South Park, Stan. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I know that awful
6: show. <laughs> I just like I just like the phrase.
7: We're gonna go save the little baby cows, badass.
6: <laughs> Talking to Eric Cartman. That is correct. I couldn't do Cartman; it was too easy. All right. Did so, you
3: accept South Park or Stan?
6: I would have accepted either. Okay. Uh, three to one is your score. Clipping the lead. We're going to do this one and then we're going to take a break and finish out the show. So, next sound T
3: Mobile. N- oh, pa- that is- not Pontiac. Nissan. Incorrect. No, is- oh, Home Depot. oh. <laughs> Home Depot. Home Depot. Home Depot. Home Depot. You know why? Because that is a an awesome song. So, John Gilbert's son, Kent Gilbert, is a uh, basketball player for Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I saw on Twitter one time that like a player gets to choose, I guess, the pregame music or something, layup line music, whatever. And the song he chose was the Home Depot theme. (laughs) (laughs) So, as they're doing layups, because that is a good song. It is. If you
6: listen to the whole thing, it's actually pretty cool.
8: It's got that, like, the ding part of it. I just like the
3: down, 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 down.
6: Hit it again. uh, Just that
3: beginning part. It's funky, man. Yeah,
6: oh, it's definitely makes funky. Makes you want to
3: buy some two by fours, man. Yeah,
6: it makes me want to buy a, a wrench or two. Some plywood. Yeah. Some plywood. yeah All man. right. So, your score currently is four to one. Clip in the lead. We're halfway through the game, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll finish out this rather epic edition of Name That Sound. We'll be back in four minutes.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? We'll listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your phone or by visiting PR927FM.com. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. We are halfway through Uh, Name That Sound. And currently, Clip is in the lead. Four to one. Let's see if Chandler can make a late round run here as uh, we are heading into the next sound. Let me make sure I've got the right one here. Okay. All right. So here we go, fellas. Here's your next sound.
11: You work on commission, right? Uh, Yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now.
6: Mean Girls. Legally Blonde. Incorrect. Shall I play it again? Please. You work on commission,
11: right? Uh, Yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to
6: go shopping now.
8: Princess Diaries.
6: Incorrect. Pretty Woman. You are correct. Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's the scene where she goes back to the shop that she gets shunned from in the beginning of the movie.
3: I don't think I've ever seen Pretty Woman.
6: Really? Oh, wow. Awesome. It's like my favorite scene. She's just, like, big mistake. Big, huge. Wow. I have to go shopping now. All right, so your score is now five to one. Chandler is slowly drowning in this game.
3: That ain't even fair that I got <sighs> I'm sorry, right, Chandler.
6: Chandler. Here we go. Next down. Hey, who's the
8: damn manager? I am. What act like, you big lush. Do it again.
4: Hey, who's the damn manager? I am. What act like, you big lush. Hey, who's a damn manager? I am
6: Don't act like it, you big lush.
8: Why are you looking at me?
6: Just looking at you.
3: Adam Sandler movie.
6: <laughs> 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 Incorrect. Hey, who's a damn manager? I am Don't
4: act like it, you big lush.
3: Um Deadpool. Incorrect. Um, Spider Man.
6: Green Lantern. <laughs> Y'all are not it is not a Marvel comic movie. But it is a movie um. it is a movie hey who's a damn manager i am Can act like it, you big lush
3: i can't pick, get any of any of those voices
6: i don't know how because those to me are very recognizable it again? hey who's a damn manager i am Can act like it, you big lush
3: I mean, it sounds like Nicholas Cage to me. If anybody, no. th- yeah, I don't have it. I'll tap out. All right, Chandler. See if anybody's no guesses. Got it. Mm-hmm.
6: All right, that would be one. Tom Hanks and Gina Davis in A League of Their Own. Wow. The scene where they are competing for signs and Hooch can't Manny figure said out.
3: the word manager, and I was thinking like store manager, not yeah, baseball manager. Exactly well, what I Man,
6: yeah, yeah. I I had to edit it because there was a big bad word in there. So,
3: Can uh, you hit Pretty Woman again?
11: You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I had to go shopping now.
6: Yeah, and Pretty Woman's Eric playing in the background. Eric pointed out
3: the song's playing in the background. I wonder if that's what subconsciously came to me.
6: And the thing is, is that I had to edit for gap time because there's a lot of gaps in that. So I shortened it up, and I was thinking maybe that would trip you up because it's not playing all of the song, though some of the notes are missing.
3: You know who else uh, edits for Gap Time? Michael Strahan. <laughs> oh! Thank you, thank you, thank Hold you. On. Wait a minute, thank there you, guys. and
6: thank you. Yeah, he's got to have a sign that says next to this way.
4: <laughs> all right.
6: So, um, your score is still 5-1, to one, clipping the lead. We are now into the final round. Here's your next sound. What
10: if we win district? What
6: if we win district and go to state playoffs, then? You
3: serious? Yeah, Remember the titles. And all
6: I have to do is just find some kind
10: of tryout somewhere. Varsity That's blues. It, man. All right.
8: Blue what? Mountain State.
10: Nope. What if we win district? What if we win district and go to state playoffs, then?
8: You serious? Yeah,
10: absolutely.
7: And all I have to do is just find some kind of tryout somewhere. That's it, man. All right.
8: Is that, uh, what if we? Ted Lasso?
10: No.
6: This is a movie.
7: What if we win district? What if we win district and go to state playoffs, then? You serious? Yeah, absolutely. All I have to do is just find some kind of tryout somewhere. That's it,
3: man. Uh, right. For the love of the game. Nope. What if we win district?
6: What Can I give it? you a clue?
3: If Chandler says yes. Sir. Sure.
6: It's a baseball movie. All what right. if we win
10: district? What if we win district and go to state playoffs, then? You serious? Yeah, absolutely. And
3: all I have to do is just find some
10: kind of tryout somewhere.
3: The rookie that's it. bench warrants. Right. He got it. The, the, rookie. Rookie. the rookie. What did I say? Love of the game? I think I was thinking of that.
8: Yeah, the rookie.
6: Rookie is one of my favorite movies. Because yep, when he said Jim the Morris. thing
3: about the tryout, that's yeah. what I was yeah. trying to Yeah. Alright, good work. Alright,
6: so your score is now five to two. Here's your next sound.
0: Duh. Uh, Billy
6: Alish
8: Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> how how did you know that?
3: Duh!
6: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, just I love for, that song. Just is is Lily a
8: fan of Billy? I'm Jones? a
3: bad because when we, I remember one time um, the summer that that was hot, we went to the beach and on the way there and the way back, they they have that popular station on that was played like eight, eight times, times. Yeah. Just over and over and over again.
6: It's it's my favorite part I'm of the a ba- song. Ba- ba- bad. <laughs> yeah.
3: By the way, Billie Eilish is in um, that Crazy A show, Swarm. Yeah,
6: I and I heard that uh, she makes quite an impression in that show.
3: She's very talented.
6: Yeah. Well, I thought she was fantastic as the uh, musical guest host on uh, Saturday Night Live. If you haven't seen some of the skits she did, was they were very funny. Duh. Anyway, okay. 6-2 <laughs> is your score. Here's your next sound.
4: Opinion of his performance? He beat us with three Home runs.
6: Tommy,
3: what do
4: you mean? What is my opinion of his performance? I should have shortened that one.
6: Wouldn't matter. I think I would. I think I gave away too much by making it too long. Sorry, Chan. Seven to two. Next, sound.
1: For the good old American life, for the money, for the glory, and for the fun—mostly for the money. Moneyball. For the good old American life, for the money, for the glory, and for the fun—mostly for the money.
0: Who
3: is that actor? I got I to get that actor.
6: For the money. I will take the actor or the movie.
1: For the good old American life, for the money, for the glory, and for the fun—mostly for the money.
3: <laughs> I mean that voice. I, I know that
11: voice. For the good
1: old American life, for the money, for the glory. And for the
3: fun. Mostly for the money. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Nope. But I also want to say the guy from um, the Western show on HBO, uh, Deadwood.
6: No, that is a movie.
1: But For the good old American life. For the money. For the glory. And for the fun. Mostly for the money. Who is that, man?
3: I know who that is.
6: It's a movie.
3: (sighs) uh. Dang, I should get this
6: one. Eastbound to down, loading up and trucking. We ain't got So it's uh, Duke's Hazard? Mm mm. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. On. Burt Reynolds.
3: Oh, I wasn't even thinking of him.
6: Okay, Burt good. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Huh. AKA the Bandit. All right. All right, here we go. Here's the last sound for the round, and then we have a bonus sound.
4: Welcome to Walmart. Get your sh- and get out. Mad TV. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm.
3: And Living Color.
6: Well, let's just put it this way. It's not a television show, but he is a very popular character.
4: Welcome to Walmart. Get your uh, and get
3: out. Oh, it's uh is it Jeff Dunham?
4: Name the
6: character. <laughs>
3: uh you- Stuart,
4: Welcome to uh, Walmart. Get your and get out.
3: Um, um, it's the, the old man and the Joe. Um, <laughs> uh, will no, Walter?
6: It's Walter. Boom. All right, I love Walter because Walter reminds me of my best friend's dad. Because I swear he created Walter from him. All right, here's your bonus sound worth the gazillion points. A human? Oh yeah,
4: could a human do this? sure yeah 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 I Seems think yeah do that yeah <laughs> do it again okay a human oh yeah could a human do this sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah I Seems think yeah do that
8: yeah Sabrina the teenage witch
6: incorrect
3: I'm Trying to get that guy's voice at the end a human I feel like I've oh seen yeah this before. could a
4: human do this
3: Sure. Yeah. 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 I think. She yeah. yeah. Oh, who is that? Yeah. Is that, it's not Jason Bateman at the end, is it?
6: Incorrect. Shall I give you the can I give you a clue? Yeah. Sure. Since we're running short on time anyway. What's my fa- favorite television show Buffy of The all Vampire time? Slayer. You are correct. That's Willow that's trying to disguise herself as a vampire.
3: Who is the guy who's the actor saying? Yeah.
6: Uh the guy at the end is some uh, Nobody. Is a guy that's portraying an, a, a vampire right. and then Anya who was Xander's okay. girlfriend at the end.
3: Boy, Chandler, how do you show up to work after this? One?
8: I just keep coming back. <laughs> Just like I did during my internship days. During the break,
3: Shirley was like, "I'm kind of sucks we have to break Chandler's spirit. And I got to say. I was I, like,
6: I'm chipping away at his confidence every week.
3: I appreciate you continuing to just show up and do this.
8: I just thought about this, but like, I, I, I love playing this game. I'm sure people love playing at home. But I think we, I might have to be. I might have to just kind of sit to the side, <laughs> and hey, seriously, ma- on me. Maybe get some listeners in here to see if they can at least. I mean, I make already it more suggested
3: to play me versus Brandon next week to give you a little breather. Yeah, I, ne- I need can, a breather. We can do but
8: that. like, we it, can anybody do that. that wants to come in and like, challenge what Chandler's you.
3: trying to say is he's done with this crap.
8: No, I'm not, because I want to play again. But I just need like a two or three week breather.
6: Just get get get, get some. He needs an get some break. listeners
8: yeah. or v- viewers on here.
3: He needs
6: an off season.
3: All right, Chandler, you're out next week. I'm ruled out. All right.
6: All right. Make sure Brandon can't foam this one in.
3: Ah, uh, boy. Pretty pretty dominant effort by me, following the bracket challenge. It's all coming up victorious for me right now.
6: Braves won today. Man. He wins, you know, name that sound.
3: I got some of the best ears in the biz.
8: You're just living the life right now.
3: I'm living it up.
6: Living your best life,
3: I'm living La Vida Loca. When we return, Shane Winkler, speaking of winning, big win last night for the softball team in Chapel Hill. We'll talk about that with Shane Winkler when we return. Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3 on tap. Back with you after this.
1: to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform Illumin and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com Atlantic Wireless we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip
3: Back with you Pirate Radio Live I had Cornell Powell on the show earlier today. Jacob on Facebook said I just remember Cornell kept catching touchdown passes against Conley in that playoff game and I was like well at least I got to see an NFL receiver Hey sometimes you just gotta charge it to the game baby uh, Cornell was awesome. That was great. That was the first time I, I met him last night for the first time. First time I've really talked to him today. And uh, he was great. Great guest. And uh, we'll be back July 15th uh, here for his football camp. So, we'll give you the details on that as it approaches. Um, Alex on YouTube said Chandler is like Lane Hoover. Just needs a few days off. Just get out of the lineup. Kind of recharge the batteries. Reset. Refocus and uh we'll give you a week or two off chandler from uh name that sound because that was a bludgeoning i i felt bad even being a part of that but as a competitor and chandler you're a competitor as well you don't want me to take the foot off the gas right i don't think he wants to talk about it so we'll move on uh, because we have a guest on the pirate radio live line shane winkler the pirates didn't take it easy on the tar heels last night In softball, huge win in Chapel Hill for Shane Winkler and his ECU softball team as they were victorious last night. We'll talk about it now as he joins us here on the program, Coach Winkler. Appreciate your time. How you doing today?
10: Yeah, a lot lot better after a big win. Late, late night. It was on uh, ACC Network, but. uh... A lot, lot better coming home in a late bus
3: trip after a big W. Yeah, under the lights, and a lot of folks got to see it on television, the folks that weren't in Chapel Hill last night, and they saw the Pirates knock off the Tar Heels 8-4. to four, And, Coach, offense got clicking, got going last night. Uh, big home run from a local product, Anna Sawyer, a, uh, a three-run shot, one for three, three RBIs, two runs scored last night for Anna Sawyer. And, uh, man, just a huge win. Uh, t- talk about it. What, what went right for you, uh, the gals, last night?
10: Uh, uh, e- e- everything yeah <laughs> uh, the, the the girls, the girls did, a, did a great job we we did a uh we did a good job with preparation on uh tuesday and then on the bus trip there with getting video and knowing what we're going to look at pitching wise and we we knew we were going to see probably their whole staff and especially if we came out swinging it uh we were going to force them to use their whole staff and we did that uh we beat up on four different pitchers and obviously any time you can get a win over over unc that's that's a big deal you get you get a ton of text from uh, support staff around here and everything. Recruits, travel ball coaches. I mean, everyone's watching that, especially since it's on, it's on TV. And I mean, the girls came out and went went off the plan real well, executed extremely well. We got a great outing from Addie Bullis, and and we told our girls going in that even though we got conference this weekend, that game is the most important game of the season right now, and that's the way we got to approach every single game. So we're going to have the same message for tomorrow against UCF. But we threw seven innings for Addy Bullis for a reason because we we, we wanted that game. Uh, We had to bounce back from a weekend that we felt like we didn't take advantage of opportunities that we could have. So uh, put it all together really well, swung it great uh, from top to bottom of the lineup. Taylor Edwards was four for four uh, after having a tough weekend. So the girls bounced back extremely well. And, uh, that's one that I think we can build off of, not, not only this year, but from a recruiting standpoint for a while, because you've got a lot of kids that we're going to be competing with, uh, the UNCs and the NC States and the Dukes for, for players. And, and last night was a statement.
3: Uh, indeed, it was in East Carolina big victory on the road uh, in Chapel Hill last night, eight to four. And you mentioned uh, Bullis, and, and she, you know, really battled, Coach. Uh, the going the distance there with seven innings, eight hits, three earned runs, four runs total, but five strikeouts, three walks. Uh, so some good numbers there, and some numbers indicative of just uh, her battling her, her way through that and, and through that lineup.
10: Yeah, and she she still hasn't been healthy all year long. Uh, she's been Peter on that 80 percent all the time, and uh, we we keep asking her from day to day, "How you feeling? How you feeling?" She wants the ball, uh, and that was a big one last night. Uh, the plan wasn't to have her go seven, but we knew if if we needed her to, that we told her that that was an option, and uh, we wanted it. She she wanted the ball. She she did a great job, and even out of the eight hits she gave up, there's probably four or five more infield hits or, or, or bunts, So. Uh, she did, did a great job keeping them from from doing anything big offensively and minimizing any damage. Uh, so really proud of the way that that she threw. And uh, even last weekend, she threw better than what what she deserved from a result standpoint because uh, we didn't back her up as much last weekend as we needed to. But uh, she she did a great job, and uh, we played solid enough defense behind her. And and the hitting was was great situationally, and uh, got the big hit when we needed it.
3: Yeah, first win in Chapel Hill for ECU since 2008, and just the fourth win uh, since 2005 against North Carolina. So a big one last night, and like you said, you want to parlay that into some good conference play, and that gets going uh, coming up on Friday against UCF as the Pirates will open up uh, their home conference slate with the Knights. They'll play Friday at 5 o'clock at Maxar Joyner Family Stadium, Saturday at at five Sunday at noon and coach you you saw how tough this league is last year you saw how tough it was when you went down to Tampa so uh, a big series on tap right you want to get the home uh, conference slate started off right and you you want to start to pile up some wins here in the American
10: yeah absolutely and uh yeah we we knew going to the conference is still one of the best conferences in the country uh and UCF Ah, uh, they lost two out of three this past week in Wichita, but them in Wichita are are the, are the two that are expected to to be at the top. And UCS is good enough to beat anybody in the conference. And I mean, they've got some top 25 wins for a reason. They're they're a really good team. They're well round, uh, well rounded all the way around. Their pitching is solid. They use an entire staff that's that's really good. Uh, they're they're prepared to be a power five team next year, and their roster already looks like that now. Uh, they've they've got a lot of power, a lot of athleticism so we we've got to make sure that uh, opposite of last weekend we got to minimize damage and we can't give away too many opportunities with with free passes with mental mistakes, physical mistakes. so we've got to limit those as much as possible because that's a lineup that'll that'll take advantage really quick um, but again the the energy that we have coming off of last night's win we just we just got to know what we're capable of uh, not try to do too much offensively keep putting pressure on them and Uh, if we can keep games close we feel like we have the ability to win close games at home
3: coach last weekend was the first weekend ECU had a losing weekend you had either been 500 or better in all the previous weekends 22 and 12 right now overall so as we sit here after 34 games and uh, still a lot to go uh, how do you feel about this team and and what do you want to see here this uh, this latter part of the season from your team
10: you know, we're really pleased with the way we've been the first 30 plus games of the season. Uh, we're we're in a really good spot. We've shown some great glimpses of, of what our potential is. Uh, but we saw last weekend how we have the ability and and enough talent to to kind of write the story of the way the weekend will go. And we did that in the negative way last weekend. With uh, we felt like we could have walked out of that weekend with uh, a series win uh, that we really handed away too many things the first two days that where we gave games away and. Uh, so we, we know we have the talent and the ability to, to like I said, write our own story, and uh, we want to continue to have that approach, that if we take care of the ball, that we uh, we have the right approach at the plate, that uh, that we can compete with anybody in this league, and we're, we're going to have to have that mentality, because it, uh, it only gets tougher from here. Uh, we knew our end of the March and all of our April schedule is as tough as anybody uh, around, so we, we've, we've got to come every day with a mentality that uh, we, we've got to take care of the ball, and and keep putting pressure on opponents.
3: Shane Winkler joining us, Coach. Uh, baseball away, so people are looking for some good live sports to come see, and uh, it will be happening at Maxar Joiner Family Stadium. Five o'clock Friday, scheduled for five o'clock Saturday, and noon on Sunday. So, for folks heading out there this weekend, Coach, uh, what kind of softball can they expect to see?
10: Uh, again, you got you got a team that's in and out of the top twenty-five rankings that we're facing. Uh, we talked about how last night was. Uh, kind of a, a, a big win for the program, and uh, how, how much that meant. But uh, it's it's pretty short lived. If, if you can come back and do the same thing tomorrow night, that's going to be the biggest win of the season. So uh, every single game for a team like ours and and like theirs, they're they're in a position to where if they don't win the tournament, they're they're hoping to go to the NCAA tournament as a, as an at large. It's our uh, it's our job to spoil that and to uh, put some losses on their on their resume and. Uh, again, and start continue to build our resume and put us in a position to start talking about the NCAA tournament. So a uh, huge weekend for us, first conference weekend. Uh, just really really excited about what's in front of us, and the caliber play is going to be huge.
3: And speaking of the NCAA tournament, you know, ECU goes bowling and wins a bowl game in football. How about Kim McNeil's Pirates winning the AAC tournament going to the NCAA tournament? It was so much fun to follow that and, and be a part of that ride. And you kind of hope that feeds into all the sports, right? You, you see that selection show with the women's team, you see it every year for the baseball team. Uh, now it's your turn, right? You, you want to get a, a little taste of that. Hey, that's
10: that's one of the big reasons why I took the job here uh, before. Anyway, I, I, I saw that this can be a nationally recognized program and one that we're not hoping to go to the NCAA tournament every year, but that's an expectation. Uh, and that's, that's what we're building. And that's, that's why uh, a game like yesterday, we, 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 took that approach like, Hey, every single game is the biggest game of the year. Cause you need to play that way in order to win a conference tournament and uh, put together the resume to get you there. So that's the expectation for the program. And that's, that's what we're gearing up to that's what recruiting is all about is getting players in place that can put us in the ncaa tournament every season uh and again we've got the greatest example in the world with baseball on the other side of the parking lot of of what we know our, our program can be and what we're building towards so uh our athletic director john gilbert all of our support staff the administration does a great job and it, it's showing with so much of the success for, for so many of the sports and we're absolutely trying to piggyback off
3: that. Shane Winkler joining us. Coach, keep up the good work, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Good luck this weekend against UCF, and we'll catch up with you again later on this season.
10: Thanks, I appreciate you guys. Go
3: Pirates. Shane Winkler joining us today on Pirate Radio Live, ECU, UCF, coming up this weekend at Maxar Joiner Family Stadium right here in Greenville as the Pirates look to get their first conference wins of the season. It's been tough to come by. Uh, but coming off that big win last night, uh, got some momentum heading into this weekend. All right, as we go to break, uh, run down some scores here on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck, Buck. And boy, uh, Jacob DeGrom got run early here for the Rangers. It is 5-0 Phillies as they play in the top of the fourth inning. And they got two on looking to add more, and they will not. So we'll go to the bottom of the fourth. With that five nothing score, Phillies on top of the Rangers. Have they gone final in Boston yet? Uh, bottom of the ninth, they have not. Two on for Boston with nobody out, and it is ten to seven right now. Orioles trying to hold on to that lead is Felix Bautista, closer for Baltimore. So Baltimore needs uh, three more outs. The Red Sox need three more runs to stay alive. Rays are beating the Tigers. Four nothing as they head to the ninth inning. No score between the Royals and Twins. Mets have a one nothing lead over the Marlins. It is Pirates one, Reds one in the fourth inning. Blue Jays with four early runs uh, against St. Louis. It is four to one Jays over the Cardinals on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Let's take a break. When we return, we'll hear from ECU offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick. That is on the way back with you. More Pirate Radio Live, and we'll make you a winner. It's on the way after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Brown & Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clipper on.
3: All right, that is someone doing a cover of Brian Bailey's favorite band, Boston. That
6: that would be correct.
3: This is... um... (laughs) I'm quick, but not quick enough. This is... This is... um... What I'm trying to do is think of another city In uh, Massachusetts That's my joke This is not Boston This is Nantucket Thank you Can anybody think of cities in uh, Massachusetts? Uh, Amherst
6: Jamaica Plains
3: Lady and Dorchester gen- Ladies and gentlemen, Amherst I think that's where UMass is
6: Dorchester, home of the Wahlbergs.
3: Surely you ever heard of Jamaica UMass?
6: Plains, home of Joey McIntyre. There
3: you go. Neptune, New Jersey, home of Scott Harley. There you go. And uh, Danny Gonzalez. All right, let's uh, hear from Donnie Kirkpatrick. First of all, the fake Donnie Kirkpatrick. Coach, how you been doing this offseason, man? Well,
8: it's, it's been busy. And, I mean, it's spring. I'm getting a little good tan. And uh, I'm just glad to be talking to Clip Rock right now. All
3: right, now let's hear from the fake. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the real Donnie Kirkpatrick. Well, I'm not.
8: I mean, I, my wife says I'm fake.
3: My realities are getting crossed. I uh, saw him out at Pro Day uh, earlier this week and yesterday. He spoke to the media following ECU's spring practice. Let's hear what the offensive coordinator of the Pirates had to say. What
4: have you seen out of spring practice so far that, are, that you like?
2: You know, I've seen great attitude. I think the group, it's a fun group right now. You know, offensively, minus the first day, because first day's always good. You know, it's hard to have a bad first day. There's about six rough days in there now. I thought, you know, offensively, I was kind of thinking, like, what in the world are we doing here? A lot of new faces you know a lot of lost production there obviously so you know those are the obvious things and then finally I thought last weekend we kind of got it turned around a little bit and then today kind of continued that a little bit but the whole time even as miserable as the results was was after for about six practices it was a lot of fun because we had a lot of kids that are just really into it and spring ball usually dies a little bit, you know, That as a player, I don't remember being that my favorite part of playing college football was, was spring practice. You know, you don't play till September, you know, and it's either really cold or it's really hot and it's been windy the whole time. So it's a little irritating for all that. But that's the, probably the number one thing I've seen is we've got some guys that really like to play. They like being out there. So it's a fun group to coach right now
0: you
2: assess the, the quarterback room, obviously three guys working there now. What do you kind of see from each of those Yeah, We're only three right now, so we'll, we'll add to that, obviously, in the fall. Uh, you know, Mason has taken the, the most reps with the first group, and what we've seen is what we thought he was is just a great ability. You know, big, can run, throws a really, really good ball, and uh, he's really, I think, stepped it up. You know, Holton was a great role model. You know we've talked about that a lot and uh he's really committed himself a lot more now to getting over here and watching tape and trying to be a leader and you know doing all those type things Uh, alex Flynn's having a great spring practice Uh, alex had really improved last year you know the spring before last fall we had had a really heart-to-heart talk about you know we're going to make a decision here you know which way you're going to go with this and he came back a lot more i thought ready to play last year. Still didn't get to play very much, but he was really ready. And now this spring, he's he's been really good. He's been really good. He understands everything we're doing and uh, is throwing the ball much better. He's trimmed down. He's moving around a little bit better. So I just see a really, really capable guy right there right now. Raheem's gotten here, you know, and it's like drinking water through a fire hose right now. It's just coming at you. And you just are just trying to hold on, and every day we're just trying to get him some some reps in there. He's had to primarily go with the third O line, which you know Alabama ain't got a third O line ready to play. You know in spring practice, they're new guys. You know some of these guys like him, they, they should be in high school right now. You know really they still really are in high school. So he's had to fight through that a little bit and hadn't gotten a chance to do much. So today I got him some work with the twos. And he really showed that uh, he's got some ability. He's very, very smart. He's very committed to the thing. Big, can run. He's got a pretty good ball. So it's just a process of now of, of him coming on and learning the system a little bit better.
0: Speaking of the quarterbacks, you also have a new starting center. How's that relationship so far developing?
2: Yeah, you know, Hampton Ergel was Johnny on the spot for the bowl game when all of a sudden we didn't have a starting center. And he played really well in that game. Earned earned a scholarship basically based on that game. Not totally, he had done some other good things. I think he's kind of continued over a little bit. You know, you you talk about transition, you know, you lose 2,000 yard receivers and on and on. And we've also had a lot of coaching changes. So my room has been a little bit like, everybody introduce yourself, you know, wear name tags in there. So Coach Shankweiler and me had been together here previously and then for four years, you know, here, and one year at James Madison, so five straight years, and all of a sudden, new line coach, boy, there's there's some terminology, there's some growing pains, there's, oh, did I forget to tell you about that? You know, that you used to just, knew you were on the same page. Now, Coach Bogers is awesome, so we're very fortunate to have him. We worked together back in like 2003, so I've known him forever. Uh, that's gonna all come together, but there's some growing pains in that a little bit and then first day of spring ball one receiver coach leaves in the morning the Running back coach leaves in the afternoon so it, it's been a lot going on in our room so just really we've done probably a lot better than I w- you would have thought we would have done with that many players gone and new coaches but all that brings excitement because new players they're they're jacked up they're ready to go and they're fun to coach and they get better every day you know what i'm saying? Once the older ones, they just get a little bits better, you know. But these guys go leaps and bounds, and the coaching staff's coming together. Uh, you know, I think every day.
0: Just you know, watching the scrimmage on Saturday, the running the running backs did well. And they did. the you know, of, of obviously Mason as an option. How much do you feel like the running game could be even, you know, I don't know, different or more explosive? Obviously, they a different options.
2: Yeah, it would be funny to say we could be more explosive than having Keaton Mitchell, who led the nation, in explosive runs. But we've seen some backs here the last couple of days that surely do look like they have those capabilities. The that six game that six practice stretch in there, we weren't giving them much of a chance to do much, and and we're pretty good on defense, you know. So you know a lot of compliments to them. They've upgraded some personnel over there a little bit too, and and uh, but Saturday we finally got some things going, and they got a chance to get up in the line of scrimmage. And uh, when we left the field, we we're thinking we should not back up in the run game. We we should do better. Uh, obviously, Raji's not even out there, and he's a huge factor in all this as well. Mason and uh, you know really Raheen are both more dual threats. I wouldn't say Alex is. You know, no no uh, apologies there needed. I don't think for him. But they both can run. We're we're running Mason a little bit now. He's in a red shirt because. You just can't afford to get the quarterback's hit all the time. If if you lost them, they got hurt, we would really be in trouble if we didn't have somebody to practice with. But, uh, you know, he's 6'5", 250. Truthfully, a lot of those hits, he's probably going to hurt the other guy. And uh, Raheem looks like he's going to be that type of player too. So those are great options. When the quarterback can run the ball, it's like getting one extra blocker, and that's pretty valuable.
4: You've talked about in the past your relationship with Holton. Yeah. Closing this chapter, and just reflecting on pro day, how proud were you of him and any other reflections of
2: today? Yeah, I was very, very, I, I, when you say you're proud of somebody, you're you're insinuating you had something to do with it, I guess. So maybe I shouldn't say I'm proud of him, but I was really, really <laughs> pleased with their workout today. And you know, I've been doing this for too many years to mention. So have been a lot of pro days and, you know, we've had a lot of guys go pro, you know, had a great run of receivers there for a while when I was here and had, Seven or eight quarterbacks too. I don't think I've ever seen a better pro day than that. Now it was super organized, so I think there's some people you know really did a nice job with that. But they were dead on today. I I was just I really was. I was probably smiling ear to ear, you know, out there just how good they did. Because you know every throw I was kind of leaning a little bit, you know, get it, you know, and 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 those guys did good. They have they've come back and worked hard together. And that, there's a big advantage I think that they did have. A quarterback they knew, and then he knew some of the receivers, so that chemistry kind of came back. So, yeah, they, they did good. It it also made me sad that I was like, wow, I wish we had one more year with all those guys. Can we get another COVID year? Can we get one of those without having COVID? Can we get
4: chapter? Though good.
2: Yeah, it is. You know, nothing is really more pleasing for a coach than to see them go on and do well at the next level. It, it, be it in the NFL, that's awesome. Or, or in life, you know, as well, and, and do good. And so, yeah, uh, it's fun to follow those guys, you know, and see them on TV or whatever. We were talking about Ben DiNucci, our quarterback from JMU, is like leading, I think, the XFL in passing, you know. And so we're – every game we text after the game, and, you know, it really makes you happy. I don't I don't know if I'd be watching XFL football or not unless I had a player there playing, but that's why I'm doing it, I guess, yeah.
0: Any – receivers that have taken that step forward in spring practice
2: with the I think the guy that has shown the most improvement would be Kerry King. Kerry King has had a really nice spring. His his weakness of maybe not catching it all the time, you know, has really really shown a great improvement. He's he's been really working hard at that. We know he's fast, we know he can do some stuff like that, but I think he's the guy that probably has shown the most improvement. Shane Calhoun as a receiver and a blocker has really shown that he wants to make sure everybody knows that he's the guy. He he's the starter. He's the guy that we need to be planning things for. So I would say that's another guy that comes to mind right away.
3: All right. There is Donnie Kirkpatrick and yeah, Kerry King's name coming up quite a bit. I remember Mason Garcia listing him off when he was listing his I think he called him the top four as in like his his top four targets right now along with Shane Calhoun, Jalen Johnson, Josiah Hatfield, Kerry King up there amongst them, and a lot more running back talk as well, as uh, we have uh, seemed to focus on them quite a bit this week after they look good in Saturday scrimmage. All right, let's uh, take a break. As we do, we'll make you a winner and open up the booty bag. Booty,
1: booty, booty, booty,
0: booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere.
6: All righty.
3: 317-1250 here on this Thursday. Shirley, what are we giving away today?
6: Uh, let's see here. Let me find my prize sheet has mysteriously disappeared how about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of chico's Chico
3: sounds like a plan what call are you looking for
6: um let's go with color number five
3: caller 5, 317-1250. one seven twelve fifty we're back with more we'll hear what blake harrell has to say talking pirate defense when we return on pirate radio live on a thursday after this
6: welcome back do you want to get rid of wrinkles tighten and lift your skin smooth your skin texture erase veins and brown spots to get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler contact the licensed professionals at beauty bar medispa on rembakes road in greenville free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com enjoy your visit love your transformation and congratulations to todd harris of winterville Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chicos. Grab your amigos and head to Chicos. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, they have ice cold cervezas and Chicos' famous margaritas are always available for Mexican food and fun. It's gotta be Chicos. Ooh, get that out of here! All right, now let's head back to the show. Get that out of here, dude.
3: Chandler's the being trash gross. Can.
6: God. God i mean ugh.
3: don't you bring that in here man you crazy
6: uh uh-uh. that's just rude
3: congratulations tied remember when it was five nothing phillies it is now five to five the rangers have fought back and they are tied in the bottom of the fourth inning happy opening day baseball fans braves a winner earlier and the red sox come up one run short the rally in the ninth trat. inning comes up short. It is Orioles uh, 10, Red Sox 9.
6: Did you say trat? <laughs> no, I said drat.
8: What is drat?
6: It's another way to say dang, crap. Crap! Crap! I
3: thought it was drats. Dang. Nah, it's drat. Crap.
8: That was a good view of that, Roach.
0: I mean, Ew.
3: All right, let's hear from Blake here, right now.
0: Blake, uh, a few weeks into spring practice, some you new know, personnel for you. How do you feel like it's, it's gone this far?
11: You know, I, I keep talking to our guys about, you know, don't worry about the plays or the scheme, blah, blah, blah. We've got to worry about developing each other's players and, and making sure that you're protecting our culture. And our culture defensively is the same thing Coach Houston always talks about, but defensively is, hey, play fast. You know, make sure we're running the ball, playing high effort, effort effort-based defense. It's play physical. Make sure we're knocking guys back up front. Make sure we're knocking ball carriers back. Make sure we're topping off on ball carriers and and knocking those guys around and creating turnovers. And that's the things we're focused on right now, Um, whether it's a new guy, old guy, you know, whatever it may be. And we're going to have some new faces. I mean, I think we, we, you know, right now you'd be five new starters on defense at least um, to replace and we got some guys out there for the first time or first meaningful reps with the ones that are having to take their name game next level and then you've got some guys that have been twos that have been around for a few years that are finally getting their shot and they're taking advantage of it so it's it's kind of all coming together you know i think practice eight today um and we we've came a long ways since day one but we still got a long ways to go uh, especially before september and and um, the, the good thing is we got guys out there pushing and competing every day. And it's a fun bunch to be around. And I think their selling is so high that you're going to see these guys get better and better and better every day. And, um, and that's, that's fun to be around and fun to watch. And they're hungry to, to do that. And they, they care about, you know, how good can we be, pushing to the next level, those type of things. You
4: have somewhat of a veteran line. Um, how do you keep them motivated and um, on their feet?
11: Yeah, up front, where, where you know a year ago we could probably we could install everything on day one, and right now we're having to slow some things down. I think up front is not the case, so I got to give them, you know, enough things up front that we can do, um, you know, defensively. But at the same time, hey, let's take our game to the next level up front as far as just being better players. And you know, if if, if I'm a D tackle, if I'm a DN, if I'm a, a rush outside backer, how much better can I be? You know, how much better can I be every day? Because if I'll do that, it'll make our defense better, our program better, our team better. So that's what they're focused on, and they're doing a really good job. It's, it's a fun group up front, and you got some really good guys that are, are leaders of our football team and, and of our defense doing a good job of pushing not just themselves and each other but our whole defensive unit. We talked
0: before the spring about the improved length, kind of some of the new additions. Uh, how have you seen that impact uh, practice thus
11: far? Yeah, I think we're longer. I think we're faster, uh, more athletic. You know, we're not experienced, obviously. Uh, but I think that, you know, there's some areas there that, that you would say were longer. And I, I think that could play a huge uh, factor, you know, rushing the passer. And then now, now you got hands up in the passing lane. I think about Sam Banker coming off the edge there or dropping back in the coverage. And, and now uh, we're just longer in passing lanes and shrinking passing lanes and windows back there for the quarterback. So, um, and, and I think, too, you know, when you just talk about tackling, you're coming up. Now you got more margin for error. Uh, when you're a little, a little longer, but at at the same time, we got to still go make sure those guys with length and those guys that are who are athletic are playing the game the right way and fitting our culture and doing things and make sure they're making that move every day uh, to make our football team better. Three UNC transfers,
0: they got a lot of headlines because they're out of know, high school. Mm-hmm. How have those guys acclimated to the program
11: as far You, you know, I, I think ever since I've been here, every time we have a, a new guy in the program where's a freshman, He's a uh, transfer transfer uh, from another university, another institution. Um, they don't come in and try to just be me guys. And I think they come in and try to fit in our locker room. And I think the young men that are here this spring are doing the same thing. Um, whether it be the guys from up the road or wherever they may be from, and they're doing a really good job of, of just, Hey, how can I, you know, improve myself, but how can I help the team be better? And, you know, focused on that and focused on competing and, and that's what I told the guys after practice today. I said, hey, every day that you come to practice, and Coach Houston may just hit on this, but every day you come to practice, you got to go compete. you got to go compete because if you don't, don't somebody's going to pass you up. And if you're the guy trying to catch somebody, you don't go compete. There's just a bigger and larger gap there for you to kind of close. Um, so, and, that, and that's, you know, I think in all, all our professions, um, competition makes us better. And it doesn't matter if, if you're a banker, you know, my mom, Ran a gas station for a long time and when she was competing against the gas station up the road it made her make sure that her her gas station was buttoned up and tight and had better sales and cleaner and you know better bathrooms and better gas prices than the gas station up the road because she wanted to make sure she competed one a day and made more money well it's no different than our players um so it's the same thing
0: Uh, your room in particular, the linebackers, kind of well, what that, that room looks like right now where the competition stands at
11: this point. Yeah, well, I mean, the guys who got back in the room is Taylor Jackson and, and Mike Edwards, two guys that, you know, played, played some backer in the, in the bowl game. Uh, Taylor Jackson started that game. I think that's his only start of his career, uh, to my best of my recall there. But he's a fourth-year player. Uh, Mike Edwards played 500-something snaps two years ago at Georgia Southern. Uh, Play some outside backer, inside backer for us last year, not as many snaps there. But both of those guys, you know, Michael be a third year player. Both are older guys doing a really good job of just, they understand the defense too. They understand the culture and, and their teammates and how to run the show and do those type of things. So, really excited about those two, and they're kind of the veterans in the room, so to speak. Um, you know, other guys that were around last fall, Zakai so Barker was, you know, had an injury last spring, missed the fall, and you're kind of getting, seeing him on the grass for the first time. And um, I think Zakiya's getting better and better every day. You know, I was a little worried about in the first couple of practices, but I forgot, he ain't played football in like 16 months. You know, the last time he played football was at North Cross High School in a, you know, high school game, and now all of a sudden, he's finally getting that opportunity to go out there and show why we recruited him, why we signed him, and and doing a really good job. So excited about him. Um, And then B.J. Davis and um, Taquan King, both both transferred in and, and, you know, they're learning the system. You know, and I told them today, I said, hey, if you make mistakes with the scheme, I'm okay. We'll get that fixed. We'll get the X and O piece fixed. But make sure you're playing your tail off and protecting the culture. Playing as fast as you can play, no loaves, you know, all out effort, run the show, play the physicality, those type of things. So that's what we're talking to those guys about. And, and they're showing flashes of they, they have uh, the ability to do that. You know, it's just, it'll take them a few more practices than it will the older guys. And, then out at our uh, outside backer, the Sam to the field, you know, Kingston he has been around for a couple of years, you know, in and out of injury, but, you know, staying healthy this spring. And the first time you're seeing like, hey, he, he can be out there for us and helping us, in one of our better 11. And then uh rod Dilworth is, I think, can be re- pretty special out there if he'll keep coming along. And he's shown some some flashes of, uh, you know, we've had some really good blitzers in the past. And obviously what we like to bring a little pressure every now and then. And uh, I think he could be special with that.
3: All right, Blake Carroll, um, reeling off some new names, some new faces. We'll see on that Pirate defense here in 2023. You heard from Donnie K. and Blake Carroll. will be out there this weekend. More ECU spring football coverage here on Pirate Radio. Keep it locked to our social media accounts throughout the weekend. We'll take a timeout, come back our final break, and get ready to wrap things up here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. The Blue Jays have a 5 to 3 lead over the Cardinals in the fourth inning and the Rangers have scored nine unanswered against the Phillies. It is 9 to 5 as they head into the fifth inning. Uh more scores from opening day of Major League Baseball when we return Pirate Radio Live back with you after
2: this.
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Uh, It was a good day for the stock market today. The Dow was up 141 points, closed out the day at 32,859. And uh, the NASDAQ was up 87 points at 12,013. The S&P was up 23 at 4,050. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: All righty. The Astros have won 10 straight opening day games. They take on the White Sox tonight, if you care about such stats. Um, the Did I just see that correctly? I did. The Mets had jumped out to a lead over the Marlins. They have blown that. It is now 3-3 as they play in the seventh. The Phillies jumped out to a 5 nothing lead over the Rangers. They have blown that and more as they now trail 9-5 to five as they play in the 5th inning. Twins got a couple runs on the board against Kansas City. They lead 2-0 in the 6th inning. Pirates 4, Reds 2 in the 5th. The Cardinals have come back to tie the Blue Jays 5-5 five to five in the 4th. There are some scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by da Buck. Da Buck. And uh, Chan Man is a Buck fan you can head out to the buck and see awesome sports on the largest 4k tv in eastern north carolina and hear live music every day of the week no cover charge during the week ladies in free every friday and saturday before 10 p.m so it's all there for you at the buccaneer music hall you can go to the buccaneermusichall.com for a complete schedule of live events this week all right uh eric Uh, (laughs) eric said yesterday he took the drive up to virginia placed a bet on chandler for name that sound what kind of odd you probably got like chandler plus 190 maybe plus 250 at this point higher than that plus 330 uh he says what was i thinking owen for life so uh at least you do have some fans out there chandler and one day you're gonna win And that number is going to keep getting higher and higher. I'm not going to be here. No, I'm not. (laughs) Who is that? Magic? Magic Johnson. (laughs) Oh, man.
8: I'm not going to be here. But seriously. Watching you play
3: name that sound is like. (laughs) And then uh... then, then, boom. (laughs) Wait, that's Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Magic did the we the thing on the uh thirty for thirty, right? Yeah. And then Rodman was doing the
8: This is my sound. mind during Name That Sound. This is what it is right here. This is literally it right here. It's, and I, boom. And then bow and, and then you go boom.
3: into Dennis Rodman. You need to uh do like Bobby Knight did and I'll get on a chair. get on your uh your game face. Remember he did the game face press conference? <laughs> you just start yeah that's
8: before my time
3: get on your game face <laughs> all right uh what y'all doing tonight
8: none of your business
3: mm, good good point
8: uh, is it really like do you care
3: mm, kind of
8: nah i think i'm gonna do um i'm gonna go home if, and, if i, I want to
3: take a guy home with me tonight it's none of your business thank you
8: i've started walking again I'm, run, I'm walking about 2.3 <laughs> Folks, miles. Folks,
3: they said he wouldn't walk again, but he is.
6: He's walking and watching Golden Girls at night. So How I, old are you again?
8: <laughs> but I, 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 I'm walking 2.3 miles. Do you walk miles. at the mall? Can I tell you what I'm doing tonight? I don't care. I'm walking 2.3 miles, and then I think I'm going to go to Familia.
3: Okay. You uh, should walk there.
8: Their, their Pizza of the Week is... Uh, pepperoni and banana pepper.
3: Just twelve bucks for a large pizza pie.
8: By the way, they also have their dinner special tonight, and I believe I saw it is a uh, Philly cheese steak Stromboli. That is exactly what it is. Tonight's special is delicious cheese steak Stromboli for twelve bucks. Grilled onions and peppers, mozzarella, mozzarella uh steak, and marinara. So that's for twelve bucks, as well.
9: So,
3: All right, Charlie, what are you gonna do?
6: uh laundry and i'll find something on tv to watch
3: sounds good probably watch a little baseball and then find a show to watch i will continue to nag my wife about watching uh yellow jackets with me she says she's going to start on friday so we'll see thank y'all for tuning in had a fun show today cornell powell was awesome great to catch up with him shane winkler coming off the big softball victory Brandon Manning, uh, LRB, joined us as well. Got a pack show for you on Friday. We'll wrap up the week in a fun way. 3 o'clock on Friday, we're going to talk to you then on Pirate Radio Live. Until then, for Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, I am
1: Cliff Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of The Voice of the Pirate Nation.